Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chick Foley Show. This is not the WWE 2K customer service line, I'm sorry. It's a different phone number, but uh, we are here to talk about everything wrestling and wrestling figure related in the world over the last week. I am Phil Gentile here in the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Chick Foley Show. I have the Chick Foley on the line, Sheena Phelps. What's going on, Sheena? Not a whole lot. I'm still here in the Hillbilly Gym studio from uh, Bowling, or actually Alverton, Kentucky today. So, uh, yeah, still still kicking it in the KY. <laughs> Wait, that didn't sound right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. That is a minute six seconds. I just like that. What's going on, Marco? How are you? I'm doing fine, but uh, I got to tell you, Phil, how many times I have to tell you, my name ain't Marco no more. It's Ice. Oh, right? that's right. That's right. That's my I'm new sorry, Phil. Yeah, uh, if you missed last week's show, we are doing a giveaway this week. Uh, it is the Burning Rain of Hell giveaway. It is uh, We're going to be quoting our favorite Halloween movie, Hocus Pocus, all throughout the show. And if you can name all of the quotes, or, or count them all at least, and let us know. We, you will be entered to win a collection of WWE Elites. We have uh, a bunch of stuff in storage that we want to get rid of. We have a John Cena Elite 71. We have a Mabel, and we have some other goodies we're going to throw in there as well so uh a nice little giveaway here as we are two days away from halloween guys let's get pumped i know it's so crazy this is like the first year like in a long time that i have not just been like absolutely on top of my halloween game um like and it's really sad because this is my favorite this is like my freaking super bowl you know what i mean like like october september 24th through october 31st is like my favorite freaking time of year um but i'll be back better than ever next year for sure are you dressing up this year i haven't seen any uh <sighs> um i don't have a costume if if you can even believe it and i got the little guy i got him a costume um but it's like you know, you know me, like I said, I like to go all out and like go above and beyond. And this year I just didn't have it in me. So, um, he's going to be gizmo, which I think is super awesome anyway, oh, because cool. I mean, nice. yeah, I mean, who doesn't love a mogwai? I've always wanted a, a little mogwai of my own and now I have one, you know, yeah, don't just don't get him wet. Don't get him wet. <laughs> I know bath time is going to be tricky. Um, <laughs> thankfully, he's thankfully he's usually not up past midnight, so I don't have to worry about feeding him after midnight, which I never understood that anyway. I was like, at what point is the cutoff, right? Like, if you can't feed him after midnight, like, it's 6 o'clock in the morning, okay? Because, like... At, yeah, like, when the sun where, comes up, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, like, where's the threshold? You know, like, not after midnight, but, like, before 6 a.m. So, yeah, I, I feel like Gremlins should have cleared that up a little bit more for us. We would have had a lot less chaos, <laughs> We got a lot of feedback from the uh, the the larger gentlemen that they loved last week's episode. Sheena, they loved. They mostly loved that you love, uh, you know, larger men this type of time of year. So, yeah, it's uh, it's big dude season is in full effect, man. Um, I've always I've always uh, had a uh, had an affinity for for the huggable gentleman. You wouldn't know that by the one that I married because he's kind of you know a little lean mean fighting machine. Um, he but I mean. You know, like I always felt like I would end up with like this, like, like I said, a little, a burly farmer type dude. And I ended up with a guy who's like my exact same size, which, you know, I, I freaking, 
the heel husband's exactly what I need. But you know, and like when you have those like uh, days of our lives, like daydreaming, you're like, yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> when you have that little like, you know, like Wayne's was like, you know, and I'll like split my hair and this big like shirtless sweaty farmer guy is like walking up to me like that's that's what i that's what i see very interesting very interesting okay we got some new listeners because of that you know like you know (laughs) if you didn't know a lot of the a lot of wrestling fans fit that 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 profile pretty well so welcome husky gentlemen yeah (laughs) um you guys can follow us uh we talked about on twitter at chick foley show sheena is on the instagram at chick foley and um, those are our social media outlets. You can find this show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean, and anywhere else that you listen to podcasts. Be sure to give us a nice review there. We appreciate it. And um, we, we were talking about before we get on the air, we have Crown Jewel coming up on Halloween. Yeah. Uh, we will run down that card and see if I can steal away the uh, the prediction championship title belt from Sheena Phelps. But uh, Not a chance. What a missed opportunity! Not just name. I I would watch the show if you just named it. Just name it Halloween Havoc. You didn't have to do anything Halloween on the entire show. Just name it Halloween Havoc. I know, but I mean, do the Saudis like they don't celebrate Halloween? I wouldn't imagine. So like, it would just be like such a uh, foreign concept for them, right? Yeah. If you if you take candy from someone, they cut you cut like a arm or leg off. So yeah, they so don't mess around. They're, with they're, that. Yeah, there would be some bad shit. Like, it wouldn't just be trick-or-treat. It would be like, you know, <laughs> you'd have to be very careful what you say. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, we don't want to get thrown into any Pakistani prison, so we won't go any further than that. Um, <laughs> it's uh, patreon.com slash Chick Foley Show. If you want to become a Patreon subscriber to the show, we would appreciate it. Uh, it starts at $1 per month, gets you access to our Facebook group. And also get you uh, our show notes emailed to you every single week before the show comes out uh, live. And, uh, Sheena, we've been having a lot of fun with the folks on the Facebook group. A lot of good interactions with people there. Uh, we've kind of branched out from, from wrestling. And then we're talking about, you know, obviously wrestling figures as well. And you know, just kind of uh, a little bit of everything over there. It's been a cool, a cool group of people to, uh, to put together for sure. Yeah, we've had to, we've had to branch out a little bit. Uh, from wrestling because just talking about what's going on in wrestling right now is kind of depressing am i right you know so we had to we had to find some things that kind of bring us a little bit more uh joy (laughs) so we had to you know we just kind of talk about this and that and a little bit of everything so it's not strictly wrestling um we're kind of like a little tight-knit family over there and they've been scoring some serious freaking figs on the chick foley fan page man it was like everybody put up their little list and then all of a sudden like everybody's like look what i found i found the target exclusives i found briscoe like yeah it's been it's been nice in the Chick Foley fam this week. Yeah, it's been pretty cool. I mean, we, we like we say, it's a dollar a month, so twelve dollars a year. Uh, we we all kind of put together a list of whatever figures we're looking for. We're all you know, we, there's seventy of us in the group. We're all out hunting for uh, figures and helping each other out. So, uh, good way to avoid eBay prices and and beating the scalpers to what they uh, to the punch. You know, so check it out. Patreon.com/slash Chick Foley Show. We also do a uh, we have higher tiers where we do some extra episodes and unboxing videos. So. Check it out there. We uh, we appreciate the support. And uh, let's get into Inside the Squared Circle. It's sponsored by Chalkline. You can use code CHICK for 15% off there. Um, let's get into it. Raw and SmackDown. What do we want to talk about here from, uh, man, the shows that uh, have almost taken a backseat to Wednesday nights here for me. 
Oh, yeah, they definitely they definitely have. Um, we'll talk about the opening of SmackDown really quickly. They kind of just gave us a quick, you know, we were, we were talking about Crown Jewel briefly, but they gave us a quick Team Hogan versus Team Flair preview. Um, the teams came out minus, obviously, the guys that were on Raw, which was Drew McIntyre. And then who else was on? Who else were we missing? It was they Randy, only had Randy six. Orton. Was it Randy Orton? Yeah, it was Randy Okay, yeah, when Drew McIntyre, right? Am I like totally making that yeah, up? You're right, Drew McIntyre. You're right. Yeah, okay. Drew. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, so they had it was like, you know, six guys out there and um, you know, they they literally I don't know what they did, but it's like they just let like Rick Flair and Hulk Hogan like go out there unscripted or semi-scripted and that was like such a huge mistake because that that segment was like, oh my god, it went on way way too long. So after freaking Hogan and Rick Flair got done jabbering and and might I add that Ric Flair said like he said like the uh, the bad word the basically a four letter word in WWE he said Saudi Arabia like four times he was like when we get to Saudi Arabia you know Ric Flair's gonna wipe the floor with you or whatever he said and I'm like oh man I bet Vince is back there like tugging at his collar you know what I'm saying I could just see him <laughs> being like oh god you know um, because it's just like they they completely omit they just call it Crown Jewel they don't say where it's at like you know they don't want any p- political implications and then Ric Flair's out there just like like shouting it from the rooftops. Um, so I thought that was pretty funny, but then they let every single superstar like have a, have a segment and have like a piece to say. And I was like, Oh my freaking God. Like when is the segment going to end? Is this a elimination like match, like a survivor series type match or, or is it just uh, a five on five, right? You know, one pin gets it over with. I think it's just a regular tag team match. I feel yeah, like I knew the answer to this, and it's it's not it's not a standard Survivor Series match. Um, it's not like an elimination style match, Marco. What are what's the um, the actual stipulation on the match? It's not it's not first pinfall. Um, it looks like it looks like it is first pinfall. Actually, they, they didn't really really uh, elaborate if it was like an elimination style match or just it's Team Hogan versus Team Flair, and that's. Literally it, nothing else. God. Interesting so, because initially, know. remember initially, I thought it was a Survivor Series style match because I was like, why are they having a Survivor Series style match like right before Survivor Series? You know, they could have saved this for Survivor Series. Not that I want to see this yeah. at at Survivor Series, but um, I bet I bet. Do you think we're gonna get some sort of like iteration of this Hogan and Flair thing at Survivor Series, or do you think we're gonna get two totally different? like Survivor Series teams when it comes to like actual WWE main Survivor uh, Series. I mean, they'd be smart to play off of this because that's the on the 20, <laughs> 20 second, I think, 22nd or like the 24th of uh, November. So mm-hmm. you're looking like three weeks away from basically Crown Jewel. So I don't know how much time they're going to have to build an entire card. I'm sure, you know, they've, they've, they've done it over and over again, you know, yeah well the the cool thing i mean the cool thing is is like that these these teams are actually really freaking mage you know what i mean like the the actual the actual talent in the team flair and team hogan is like super awesome but it's just the addition of flair and hogan that make it feel so hokey and so like dated and just cringy you know what i mean like if you were just to have like roman and um, Ali and uh, Shorty, Shorty G. G. Yeah. Oh God, Shorty G. And then um, you know Baron Corbin and uh, Cesaro or whoever's going to be you know there. Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton. Like those are. I mean, I'm excited to see that match. You know what I mean? Um, but it's just like the whole Flair and Hogan bit makes me kind of just like, oh God, can we get this over with? 
yeah, for as much as people seem to be shitting on this Shorty G thing, and it's not it's not a great gimmick. Okay, it's a bad it's a bad gimmick. But what was Chad Gable doing before this? He's in the main event of uh, a, a major pay per view. Um, you know, be it be it a ten man tag team match. I don't know. I mean, it's it's something. It's, he was it's doing, he was in the finals. Something. He was in the finals of King of the Ring. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean there was there was that and it's not Shorty G, like I, I posted this on Twitter the or no, not on not on Twitter. Um I posted it on Instagram. Like I I I don't like the, the whole name change, I was like, okay, cool, like whatever. Like they're changing his name. Um it's stupid. I don't like the name, but if that's the worst thing that happens, it's fine. But then they had him come out with like this whole new look. Like I, I'm totally cool with Chad Gable just looking like an Olympic wrestler. You know what I mean? Just wearing his singlet, and I, I like the haircut. I'm down for that. I'm down for the new look. Um, change it up a little bit. But why do you have to put him in like Seahawks colors and make him look like some sort of John Cena, NBA 2K create a player hybrid? Like it it, 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 he just looks so stupid out there. Like he just looked goofy. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're gonna lean into this like bullying gimmick and make him like you know the the poster child for like accept who you are, be who you are. You know, don't let other people, you know, whatever they think about you, get you down. Like make him at least cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> like. Like, I feel like kids who are getting bullied need somebody cooler to look up to than Shorty G dressed like a freaking, like, Seahawks reject. Yeah, the the, the outfit choice is pretty awful. I mean, it does look like he's, like, a creative player in a, in a video game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I get the bullying thing. I get the underdog. But I don't know why you have to dress him up and give him a stupid name. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Yeah, it, it's it's unnecessary. Yeah, just making. I mean, I don't know why they could have just partnered him with Kurt Angle and him just been like a, uh, you know, a Kurt Angle two point like a a badass. Super, True, but I think machine. they that that ship has already sailed because they already had his other half, Jordan uh, Jason oh, Jordan yeah, pair yeah. with Kurt Angle. So I feel like they're like, oh well, we can't pair Chad Gable with Kurt Angle. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I mean I guess WWE they don't give a shit. They'll do whatever they want. But um, at the same time, I'm just like they they could have come up with something better. You know, and I like, and like I said, I'm not being, I'm trying not to be smarky because yes, you're right. He's getting coveted TV time, which so many superstars want. He's like in a main event, you know, um, caliber match at crown jewel, right? He'll probably be in some sort of survivor series angle, um, which is amazing. But do you really want to do it? Like looking like a buffoon? Yeah, that's yeah, true. Uh, we'll we'll see. I don't know where they're gonna go with it. I don't know how much you know life it has, but uh, yeah, I think the match is gonna be good overall. I think that that match at Crown Jewel will be will be good. You know, depending on what type of finish they have in pl- in store for it. Hopefully, it has nothing to do with Hogan or Flair taking any sort of like bumps or getting involved. Hopefully, they'll just sit ringside and just be there. I do like the uh, the entire like. Nakamura, Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan uh, storyline that we have going on. This kind of helped turn Daniel Bryan more of the uh, the you know the good guy role that bring maybe bringing back the yes movement. Um, mm-hmm. And all three of those guys, man. I mean, you couldn't pick three guys that can just be better pure wrestlers than those three guys. Um, I, I got to say, I mean, SmackDown hasn't been great, but I mean, you look at their roster from top to bottom. They they have some dudes that can just flat out wrestle. I mean, if they just let them. Stop some of these stupid angles. I think once Crown Jewel's over with Sheena, I think we're going to see a better look at like what both of these shows can do. 
I, I really hope so. You know, that's why I'm staying hopeful. I know this is like such a strange time. You know, I mean, the draft was horrible. We we completely gave our, our true opinions on the draft. It was horrible. It, it was like couldn't have been more poorly executed. Um, but the rosters on both these shows are amazing, right? So I feel like once we can get back to like main storytelling instead of just like, you know, this um, fantasy booking that we're doing with Crown Jewel and having all, you know, MMA and um, boxers and like all this stuff that we're just kind of like throwing in to get ratings and legends and we can get back to like the core group of people um, that we love watching every week. I think, I think we we'll see an uptick, right? Hopefully I'm trying to stay hopeful here. Hopefully we will see, um, an uptick in like just the, the storytelling and the booking and all of that. We did see a new, um, Firefly Funhouse. It didn't really give us any insight, you know, it didn't really talk about Seth Rollins or anything like that, but, um, we did see the resurrection of Ramblin' Rabbit, which I was, I was excited about. I was kind of sad that he, you know, met his, his early demise at the hands of Seth Rollins, who he idolized. So it was cool to see him come back, but I'm like, what does this mean for Bray Wyatt? Like now he can like bring people back from the dead. Like what was the point of showing that, you know? Yeah, it's uh, I don't think this feud is going to be done with this match at Crown Jewel. Obviously, I think they're going to keep this going probably into Survivor Series. So be that as it may, um, it's it's just I don't know. It just feels like Seth Rollins needs something fresh. Still, like I don't know. Like I think I think the the Hell in a Cell match just completely killed both of these guys right now. I mean, mm-hmm. just, I just don't have the interest that I had for it on either side. I mean. Right, Bray's side or Seth's side. I just think you need to do something fresher. It just seems like, I don't know if we just have too much exposure to to the Raw and SmackDown shows right now, but I mean, it just doesn't, even with like, you would think with the, with the, I mean, you can weigh in here too, Marco. You would think after the draft, it would feel like so fresh and like new and a bunch of new stuff going on. Does anything seem different? I mean, if you, if you watched, you know, a month ago and then you watched this show, would you even know that you wouldn't even know that there was a draft? I mean, no, you you wouldn't. Right? I mean, that's the opposite of what you'd want to happen. That's why you do this draft thing is to to to, to put a fresh paint of coat on it. Yeah, uh, a fresh paint of coat. <laughs> that's a Bruce, that's a Bruce <laughs> Yeah, a fresh a fresh paint of coat. Um, they uh, yeah, it, it, you wouldn't know that anything was different, which is like you said is is completely unfortunate. Um, but I mean. I guess, I mean, what were we expecting? I don't know. I mean, maybe we just expected too much, right? Like, maybe it just got built up and hyped up too much. Um, the fact that it was going to be on Fox. Like, did we think that WWE was going to crank out, like, a, a completely different product for us? Or, like, you know, what were, I don't know. Maybe our expectations were just too high. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, we tend to get that way in, in this day and age. <laughs> you stuff, think? You know, but... Uh... I don't know. They haven't really given us anything to have expectations too, too high. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, as we get into Survivor Series and then toward the end of the year and then Royal Rumble, I think, you know, things will continue to improve. But, um, Well, we got to talk about the last thing on SmackDown. Um, Freaking, I think probably the highlight of SmackDown for sure was the Brock Lesnar, uh, Rey Mysterio, Cain Velasquez, Dominic segment that took place. Um, I mean, Brock just went in there and, like, basically cleaned house with camp Mysterio. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty fun to watch. 
Yeah, um, I was um, I was definitely impressed with his <laughs> ability to just like I mean he like slammed Ray into the wall, F five Ray into the wall, and then after he'd already beat up Dominic, which they didn't show him beating up Dominic. I guess maybe well, I don't know. They have showed him beating up Dominic before. I was gonna say maybe it was like it's not appropriate to like beat up teenagers on television, but um, he's done it before, so I don't know why they didn't show it, or maybe I missed it if they showed him actually beating up Dominic. But Dominic was on the trainer's table, and then he like F five. Cain Velasquez, yeah. So yeah, Brock Lesnar was definitely just running like <laughs> a muck, a muck, a muck in the freaking trainer's room, um, which I thought was a pretty cool segment and actually built to a match that's happening at Crown Jewel, which a lot of other things I was like, oh yeah, we didn't build like the Raw, like the go home show to Crown Jewel. It didn't even. I guess it's not the go home show. Oh, yeah, it was the go home Raw for Crown Jewel. Didn't. Um, build to anything <laughs> like you know what i mean yeah let's get into raw a little bit um we saw Paige take a load to the face that we haven't seen in quite a while um, oh because, my god a green one yeah that green too. one yeah is, uh, different wow From but, uh, i mean she i guess they're done pairing her with them which makes sense but uh and that was clearly just to give her something to do on tv but i mean she sold that green mist pretty well but uh, I like the Kabuki Warriors as heels now. I wasn't feeling it at first, but they're getting over my minds as, as, as heels, you know, spitting on everybody. Yeah, um, I think it's okay. I thought the segment was a little unnecessary, though. Like, what's the point? Like, you know, Paige hasn't been with them for a while now. You know what I mean? Like, she's kind of, like, not been on TV with them. So what was the point of bringing – I guess just to, like, make it definitive that she – that, one, that they're heels, and that, two, that she's, like, not a part of their – you know group anymore i don't know i just i mean it was a cool segment like you know like i thought it was cool like you said Paige sold it well but i felt like it was just a little bit um not unneeded she's she's been more behind the scenes she kind of irons their kabuki outfits and um paints their faces uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, we're, we're, we're gonna get them sponsorships and stuff um yeah she runs their social media accounts yeah, yeah she spells yeah. everything with the chinese symbols you know it takes her a while yeah. to do that you know in, in a okay. british accent yeah i could i could totally see that yeah. okay uh, good on you Paige. we saw buddy murphy come back and get a nice win over our truth and uh it was good to see him on raw hopefully we see more of him mm-hmm um let's see what else happened on freaking raw oh um ricochet took a uh pretty pretty brutal rko out of nowhere did you see that i did not see that did oh my god that? yeah he marco drew- you i'll let you elaborate on that yeah he uh he so it was the it was actually a really good match and i'm kind of upset that they ruined the end of, I, i'm saying they ruined it it's that's my own personal thing it really wasn't ruined but it was supposed to happen um, but yeah, it was a really good match. Obviously, McIntyre Ricochet. That they're like, I think they just they're the they're the pair right now that they got to put together and just. I'll watch them wrestle every week. They put them on. They're actually really entertaining together. Mm-hmm. Um, but towards the end of the match, um, it almost looked like Ricochet had it, had it won. Mm-hmm. But then, literally, RKO out of nowhere. Like you didn't even see him. Like he appeared like out of the side of the TV screen. Oh, that's cool. Like you didn't even see him. Like it was like what the hell. Mm-hmm. RKO drops him on. I don't know how he did this, but he landed on top of his head like he railroad spiked. Yeah, <laughs> Ricochet oh, on top of his head, and he just flopped to the ground. And that was obviously it was a disqualification, but you have to see it. It's hard to explain, but it was it was it looked pretty brutal. Like I'm Rick- not sure if he was ready for it or if he jumped too much. I don't know. 
whatever it was, it looked freaking incredible. And Ricochet sold sold it like a freaking true professional. Like he just, I mean, he like literally just collapsed and like died in the ring. Like it was like as soon as, as soon as his head hit the mat, it was just like lights out. Um, yeah. So it looked, it looked really freaking cool. So, um, that was, that was a huge moment. I was like, holy shit. And like you said, like it just, it, it also goes to show you like, you know, I think we just get so used to, Randy Orton, like seeing him and, you know, his moveset and yada, yada. But like, he is a true, like professional, you know what I mean? Like he is just like, I mean that the timing on that and just to like come out of nowhere and the perfect camera angle and all that stuff. Like he, he just executed that immaculately. Yeah. Seeing him and McIntyre together too was pretty awesome. Like they look like they'd be like an awesome tag team if they were to put them together. Not that I wanted them to do that, but they just like look like Randy Orton could be that like, mentor to like drew mcintyre mm-hmm. almost and like get him in the position where he needs to be they just have like that that like look like yeah they're gonna they're just gonna a couple of true shit. yeah just a couple of true badasses um sincara had a um lady lady partner with him did you notice that I, I was like when did that happen did i did i not know that this was going on but he brought out like so it was andrade and selena vega obviously and then sincara brought out um this chick catalina and she was like, you know, Lucha Babe. And, uh, you know, she was like his his answer to Selena Vega. So I thought that was pretty cool. You know, he's got him his own little valet now. Yeah, that's uh, that was new. Where did she come from? Her name, I guess, is Catalina Garcia. Was she in NXT? I don't remember that yeah. name. She was? Yeah. Yeah. From NXT. So, I don't mean, I don't think she ever did anything like, like super noteworthy that, you know, we would remember. But, yeah, she's definitely from NXT. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, that's the thing about the brand split. Now you're having, you're, you're giving people like this and, and, uh, Humberto Carrillo and some of these other guys a chance to get some bigger exposure, uh, which is, which is always good and keeps things fresh and create, hopefully, he's going to create bigger star, you know, more stars going forward. Uh, mm-hmm. because we can't have the same people in main events, you know, over and over and over again. So, uh, we need to, t- before we get off of raw, we need to touch on, uh, the King's court and this, this insane, the what Bobby Lashley, the... what segment was that again? The King's court. No, I don't think that's, I don't think that's what they called it. The cucks, the cucks court. No, oh, try the, try... <laughs> the horse. Oh, was it the horse court? Yeah, it was the divorce, yeah, divorce court. court. Yeah, that's the, the King's one. divorce court. Yes, yeah. because uh, Rusev yeah. is a, a sex addict, apparently. Yeah, this is this is terribly uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> I just feel like, oh my gosh, th- this. Okay, well, Phil, I want to get your thoughts on it first. So, what what do you make of this? Did you see, did you see this segment first and foremost? I did. Yeah, it was pretty awful. Uh, mm-hmm. God. I mean, it, it's it, to, for this to be like the number one storyline right now. It, it is telling you something. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, granted, the the clip of of everything did get like four. It's got like four million views on YouTube. But I mean, that's just because people are like, you know, it's like a, a car accident. People just want to watch it. Um, you know, I I think you're you're using these guys a little bit better. I told you, I think they have bigger things ready for Bobby Lashley, but I just don't know if they've even thought this through as to where they're going with this. At first, it was that he wasn't treating her good, and now it's that uh, Rusev was a sex addict. So, but why is she now like 
dry humping on Bobby Lashley if he's a well that yeah that was my whole that was my whole thing is like you know the whole the whole storyline with Lana and Rusev and like why their their marriage dissolved has been like so inconsistent you know like you said initially she was like you know he wasn't supportive of me he didn't meet my needs you know Bobby Lashley meets my needs he takes me out blah 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 um, and then she gets in the ring and says you know yeah like she goes on this whole tangent but you know Rusev wanted to have sex all day long you know at Wrestlemania all this stuff and um, that he's a sex addict. And then she changes it to, oh, he wanted kids. He didn't respect my career. You know, he just wanted me to get pregnant and pump out his little machka brats. And I was like, wait a minute. That's not what you didn't just say that. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, um, no, he cheated on me. And I'm like, well, which, what is it, Lana? Like, in the matter of one segment, she's like given three different reasons why she divorced or is like wanting to separate from from Rusev and like I said the whole sex addict thing doesn't make sense because all her and Bobby Lashley have done has like dry humped on television you know what I mean (laughs) they they ate at that restaurant that looked really nice that the booth in the like the middle of like a storage room that was that was nice he took her out to a nice restaurant Definitely, definitely. I mean, right. it was it was no it was no uh, Olive Garden, no Bennigans, but, but you know, what yeah. Is? <laughs> what is? Um, I don't I don't know. I don't. I just I can't wrap my mind around where they're going with this. And like then, so they had Rusev like you know actually man up a little bit and get aggressive and like beat up Bobby Lashley and um, you know Lana's hitting him with the kendo stick, not like with no <laughs> reaction, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, but then. Ultimately, Rusev is they, they they beat the hell out of Rusev, and then they stand over top of his freaking lifeless body, holding his balls on the ring, and like start making out over top of him. And I'm like, oh my god! How do you come back from? I mean, where is this even going? These guys, are, they're not in. I mean, I know Rusev is in the the match. Uh, so is Bobby Lashley. So that, I guess that'll. They'll have some sort of blow off at Crown Jewel, but come on. I mean, you think they're they're not? I mean, as of right now, Crown Jewel is on Thursday. They're not even listed on the freaking like card right now. No, Do you know what I mean? They part, one's on Team Hogan, they're, one's they're, on Team Flair. Yeah, they're on. Yeah, they're on the teams. Oh, but well, then you're not, you're not going to have Lana there, so you can't do it like a blow off without. Oh her, yeah, you know, you're her. so right. Yeah, Team yeah. Hogan and Team Flair. I totally forgot about yeah. them being a part of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's going to be awkward when they like they're you know they're going to make some sort of segment out of that, like you know where they're going to have like their moment in the ring, you know. You know, I I would I would bet money they don't even uh, they do nothing with it. I bet you think I bet this event is just like in like a vacuum, like to never be sp- spoken of again, like kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, because half of this stuff is just just not going to make any sense. Like you know, like they're not going to have Tyson Fury wrestling, like how long is Kane Velasquez going to stay around? I mean, you would think they would build yeah. up this Lesnar Kane Velasquez thing. You know, it was a pretty big for MMA fans that know it. I mean, there was a, a huge like upset, right? When, when he beat Brock Lesnar and just beat the shit out of him. And then they never, ever got a rematch together. Like this could have been built yeah. up to be something pretty big. Yeah. You know, I was listening to, um, you know, mask man's one of my favorite, uh, wrestling podcasts. And he had, I think Taz on, and he was talking about, he, he called it, he called it perfectly. He said, he calls it Saudi bag season. And I'm like, that's exactly what it is. It's just literally, (laughs) it's just literally these, these men with like way too much money, just like handing it out to put together these like fantasy matches, whether it's like MMA, like they don't care. They get to like build their own universe. They're, they're playing in universe mode right now. You know what I mean? Just kind of like putting together these, 
these matches um that they don't really have to be cohesive or make any sense so it's just like and and they're like paying these superstars are getting like insane payouts i mean tyson fury is getting what's like what's reported like what 15 million dollars like what the f you know what i mean like that's like that's like freaking you know f you money you know that's insane like there, there's no, i mean i guess it's because they get so much money from the saudis for, for to put oh the yeah show on oh know, yeah it's but. definitely it's definitely saudi money. i don't think it's it's definitely not wwe money you know what yeah. i mean like it's not just like if this if this show were in detroit <laughs> they would not be getting this type of money but because of you know the the deal that they made with the, the saudi government and all that stuff that yeah that's why these guys are getting these huge payouts but i mean i ain't gonna hate on anybody's freaking purse strings you know what i mean but at the same time like it, it just makes this time of year extremely awkward, which we've totally seen happen with the draft. And then now this like weird break between pay-per-views where it's just like, we have this like bullshit pay-per-view right in the middle. Yeah, it is weird. Let's, uh, let's, I mean, let's put a bow on raw and SmackDown and, uh, jump into, uh, NXT. So, uh, we're, we're recording this on Tuesday yep. and, uh, what we usually do is, you know, we'll watch NXT and AEW tomorrow night and we'll do a uh, Facebook live video on Thursdays uh, for all our Patreon subscribers, which you can sign up for for a dollar a month. And uh, so it'll be like, kind of like a mini episode, uh, usually me and myself, me, I'm not me and myself. That would be, man, I would love that if I didn't have to talk to you two, just talk to myself the whole time. Uh, <laughs> no, could not do that. Uh, me and Whatever. Sheena or Sheena and Marco, you know, a combination of the two of us just kind of running down uh, the, the night that is wrestling uh, because Wednesdays have been so big, but uh there was an there was an announcement today that Poppy was going to show up at NXT, and uh, I felt so goddamn old. I have no idea who this person is. I thought she was a wrestler. I had no idea yeah. she was a YouTube like <laughs> singer or something. I still don't really know. I still don't know. She's a singer. She's on YouTube. She's a wrestler. I don't. I have no idea. She looks, yeah. She, she looks she's like a, a sing- Barbie, singer. An Asian Barbie doll. Yeah, she looks like a like a brat doll. Do you do you know what brat dolls are? Yeah, I yeah I've yeah, heard of them. She kind of yeah, she kind of looks like she kind of looks like a brat doll. Like I mean, she's really I mean, she's beautiful. She's a beautiful lady, but um, I mean, I guess I don't even know. I feel weird just calling her a lady because she's like only twenty four years old. She's a beautiful young woman, <laughs> um, but yeah, she's American singer songwriter, um, actress, fashion model, and YouTuber according to her Wikipedia page. Yeah, I felt like a freaking old head too because I was like, I even asked Marco, I was like who the F is Poppy? You know, I was like, is she like some independent wrestler that I didn't know about, you know? Um, but yeah, no, she's not. She's some sort of like, like internet personality. Um, the little, the little promo that they did was pretty cool. Like it was like right up my alley, very kind of like creepy and kind of like American horror story ish, like, you know, just very vague. And I, I don't know. I, I love the preview. So I'm interested to see what the hell they're doing with her. <laughs> yeah. I think her music is like, uh, definitely, uh, much more different than her images. I don't know if her image is kind of like the playoff of like the the pop star like manufactured pop star look or, or something. But um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll play one of her songs on the outro that Marco can add to our Spotify playlist. But because uh, I've never heard well, any of her music, but I think she yeah, did a, well, when, she did a song for she Takeover, this- right? Yeah, she did a song for Takeover Phoenix, I believe, and then she did um, she did some music for Two um, K as well. So Two K Twenty, she's she's on part of the soundtrack for 2k20 so yeah i mean apparently she's been around wwe for a while because i saw something where she did like you know a wrestling review or something so yeah i've been out of the poppy loop so i don't know 
I don't know anything about her. So all you young ones, please forgive me if you're like, you know, huge Poppy fans out there. And like, this is like a huge deal. I need to get on Twitter and see what the reaction was when people saw that promo, because like, I want to know if people know who she is or people are like, who the hell is this Poppy chick? You know, cause it'll make me feel a little bit better if they're like, who the hell is this? Uh, if it's Twitter, they people definitely didn't overreact or, or become angry or anything. It was usually it's probably pretty sound analysis if you go on there. <laughs> Always, yeah, yeah. Every everything on everything on um, Twitter is usually pretty grounded and you know very um, thoughtful. Very, I mean, people take the yeah. time to think it through before they post it. Always. Yeah, you know, two hundred two hundred and eighty characters. You can really really get your um, you know your deep thoughts and like, you know, thoughtful, you can have thoughtful conversations with one another over the Twitterverse. Yeah. You back, you back Marco. Yeah, I'm back. We started talking about Lana's yabos and you disappeared. Yeah. No, I just lost like internet connection. It was weird. It just dropped out for some weird reason. Oh yeah. We were just well, talking about poppy, man. You missed it. We had a big poppy discussion. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. You weren't, you I'm sorry. You weren't here for that. Yeah. Go back and let's download. Increase the download numbers. Different. Yeah, <laughs> the, um, I think the you know we, we kind of we we recorded on Wednesday night last week, so we we you know we don't have really any NXT um, or AEW news to deliver because obviously we already saw the show. We talked about it last week, but uh, there was some NXT drama that went down um, over the last couple of days, and it's like you know um, it's definitely. Not something that I'm like gung ho and super excited to talk about, but I feel like it would I would be um, it would be remiss of us not to freaking talk about it. Is the whole Jordan Miles situation? Have you guys been following along with this? Uh, I have, oh, yeah, mostly through Twitter. So if anyone hasn't, here's the situation: uh, this Jordan Miles guy, he uh, was signed to NXT. He's 31 years old. Uh, he's you know he's been in wrestling for quite a while. And uh, I, I he, believe he, he won that tournament for the NXT's, you know, breakthrough star type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he, he's, he's been on TV before. So, yeah, they came out with a shirt, which, uh, you know, when you when you look at it, is a very uh, racist uh, depiction of a uh, smiling teeth on a on an all-black shirt. So, it kind, yeah, of, it kind of looks like the, you know, the black face, like old, like 1930s. It's definitely, yeah, performers. definitely racist imagery for sure. It's It sounds like, uh, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, that, you know, he, he approved this shirt, that, they, you, know, they, you know, the people in NXT or whoever does those things came to him and asked his approval, and he said yes, and then uh, he just went on a Twitter tirade about it uh-huh. and and got upset and started MFing people in the front office and saying WWE doesn't care about black people. And you said a lot of the stuff that he said and posted, he's, he's since deleted, but yeah, you know, I don't know. Like the thing is, is like, I don't know if he personally deleted them or if he was like threatened with like, you know, legal action, which caused him to, you know, delete the tweets. I don't know what the situation is there, but he's definitely been very vocal with his um, opinions of the design and things like that. And so apparently the design, the design came out and I never even saw this shirt. Like I never, until this whole controversy started, I never even saw this shirt because I think WWE put it on their site with all the other NXT shirts. Um, and then somebody must have said something or maybe Jordan said something. I don't know. And then they, they took the shirt down and redesigned it. Now he has a new, a new logo. Um, but he tweeted an image of the shirt and said, you know, I'm not going to stop tweeting this image until my voice is heard. 
And I think the hashtag was for the culture. Um, and then it got picked up by a lot of, you know, superstars and just fans and followers and things like that. And then WWE obviously released a statement saying that, you know, they they work closely with all their superstars to approve all the all of their designs, which to me, I don't know whether this is true or not. I don't know if he approved the design. Maybe he just saw it and didn't. I mean, I don't know how you can see that design and not like see the racial imagery there. You know what I mean? Um, but that's that's I don't know what he what he saw when he saw the design. But he obviously um said they said he approved it. But I don't know if that's true. Like that do you think that they work with every superstar on their designs? I don't think they do. <laughs> I, I don't know. I would assume so if it's gonna have your name your you know, your name on it. But 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 it's not your name. It's yeah. W it's WWE's property. Yeah. Do you know so, what I mean? Yeah. Um I was reading I was reading something earlier that said that said um because it was talking about that because initially I was like, well they said he that he approved the design. So this is, this is all weird. And he's deleting these tweets and stuff. Like, I don't know what the truth is or like, you know, obviously the truth lies somewhere in the middle. Um, but, uh, I was reading somewhere earlier that Becky Lynch had released a statement like what before, like way before it's not controversial, but she didn't realize that they were going to start calling her the Irish last kicker until like they like started pumping out all this merch. And she was like, Oh, obviously I'm the last kicker, you know? So I don't know if it's true that they, like run every design by every superstar and get their approval on it before they put it out. You know what I mean? So he tweeted out when I originally saw the design, I was uncomfortable rather than addressing the issue. I decided to counter offer with another Baker Landon. I don't know who that is. Lied to my face. He said, triple H wanted this design. So my hands were tied. I spoke with triple H in person and his, and his impression was I approved. And then he went on to say the whole WWE system is a fraud. They created this system where you can't trust anyone. You grow cold. I mean, he, he really went off the deep end. He called uh, uh, another wrestler in ROH uh, an Uncle Tom. And, mm. you know, it's just been uh, going off. And I understand his if he's upset about the T-shirt. It, it definitely, I mean, when you look at it, you can see it, it, it has a race, racial undertone. But I don't understand, like... If he is if he is this upset, you know he has you know that's I I can't yeah. speak on how upset he is, but it just doesn't seem like he's handling it the right right way. Like what is what is doing all this on social media going to do? Like it's not like, I the, know. not like the WWE I don't know. is demanding to sell it, and there there were some big like back and forth. I mean they've pulled it off. You know it's um I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Marco, do you have any input like as far as, you know, I know you've been keeping up with uh, with this as well, but it's just kind of like, to me, I don't know. I mean, obviously, like I said, I think the shirt, I, 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 if I saw the shirt, I immediately saw the imagery and I was like, oh, this is, yeah, you know, and I'm not even somebody who's easily offended or anything like that, but I can totally understand why, um, if that was going to be something that represents you or represents your culture, you would be like a WTF, like this is not cool at all. Um, and it's totally racist, but at the same time, like now, now his, his reaction and the way he's going about it, I feel like there's some sort of ulterior motive there. Do you know what I mean? Like now he's like, he's like really, um, like, is he trying to get released? Is he trying to, you know, is he truly trying to bring, um, attention to the design and attention to, you know, the, I mean, WWE, like, let's, let's be completely hundred percent honest here. They're not known They like, they've been, I don't want to say they're a rate, not a racist company. That's not the, that's not the, uh, verbiage I'm looking for, but they've definitely done some questionable things <laughs> in the past. You know what I mean? Um, that haven't always been up to like 2019, like do better standards. Um, so for 
I don't know, for it to be still going on, I'm just kind of like, what the F, you know? Marco, what's your thoughts? Are you still there? Did we lose Marco again? Uh, we must have. Marco, Marco's got a bad connection. Yeah, Marco, sorry, but, sorry dude. That's all right. But anyway, like I said, um, I don't know what to make of this. Uh, I'll still be following along. Um, hopefully, I'm back. Oh, oh you, you're back. We were yeah. just gonna we were just gonna ask you about your um, your thoughts on this whole this whole Miles situation because you know, like I said, I can't speak. You know, I, obviously, I saw the the imagery, but I can't speak. You know, from personal experience or anything like that. Like, if I was, what do you what do you make of this? And you know, his reaction. Like, do you think his reaction was justified? Do you think it was overkill? Do you think there's ulterior motives? Do you think like what What are your thoughts? Um, I thought maybe he he's gonna try to like get himself out of a contract at first. Um, the shirt definitely does scream um, some type of like racist undertones if you look at it. Um, you, you just definitely can't deny that at all. It's, I mean, if right. you deny it, then you're just like pretty much blind to the fact. I understand the other side of people saying like, well, it's just a shirt, um, get over it type of thing. But at the other side, um, as a as a black person, you're not thinking that way. You're like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Um, and yeah. Um, I did read an article where he did say he he was a part of the like appro- not approval process, but they did bring the design to him first, and it was on a white T-shirt. But I think even on, I mean, I don't think it would matter even on a yeah, white exactly t- even on a white T-shirt. I feel like the imagery is still is still pretty prominent. Um, but yeah, that's what Phil was saying. Well, I think you may have been disconnected when he was talking yeah. about that. He said that Triple H, you know, brought the design to him, and you know, Jordan. I guess he had suggested some tweaks, and then uh, he, Triple H. I guess Triple H took it as approval, and they went ahead and released the shirt. So again, we'll keep following along on this. I don't know what's gonna what's gonna come of this, but yeah, it's it's definitely you've you've been able to see people's different reactions and it's pretty um pretty interesting to see how different people like take you know what what's going on and how they um uh what's the word i'm looking for how they (laughs) feel about it you know what i mean yeah they are the other thing too is like just all the other stuff with like they started bringing in, like you said, um, Jay Lethal got brought into it. Who was the wrestler in ROH? Mm-hmm. Uh, he brought him, and then quickly deleted that tweet that he said about him. So he was, he was doing a lot of tweeting and deleting. Like that was yeah, the other thing that was what... like he wasn't really sticking with like like this like the hashtag for the culture thing. Like he was just like he was putting stuff out there, then like retracting it. Then he did a video saying "f everybody," and then he retracted that video and deleted the video. So it's just kind of like. Is he serious about it, or is he just trying to play off of something? I mean, the other thing I've seen was a lot of things that fueled the fire was like the what happened with Kofi and, and Brock. Like that was mm-hmm. kind of like seen as like a uh, they had this he had this super long run. It was historical night, you know, first ever African American champion in the company, and then he just loses it like in ten seconds. So it was like that. That was like that. Also, like I've seen that a lot. Of, a lot of dialogue in that on Twitter, like people bringing that up and like how how that stuff's treated and how certain people are treated in the company and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it it started steamrolling into a lot of other things. But like I said, I get it. It it definitely is a bad shirt. It mm-hmm. it's just a horrible design in general. I probably wouldn't wear that 
anyway. Yeah, even if it, yeah, even if it didn't have you know <laughs> racial context, yeah, it, it's yeah. not a great shirt to begin with. Yeah, I mean, like, like if, if Chris Jericho can sell a shirt that says "I have a ticket," which is probably like the number one selling shirt <laughs> right yeah. now in pro wrestling tees, they can come up exactly. with a better design than than that. Exactly. Um, yeah. So we won't we won't um, stick on that that subject any any longer. But yeah, it's just kind of like one of those things that you're like, I don't I don't know what to feel like. Obviously, I know that like the design was wrong and WWE was 100 percent wrong and like producing it. But at the same time, I'm like, what is Jordan like? What's his? Because what, he's doing all that tweeting and deleting, and I'm like, why is he doing that? Like, yeah. What what does he want to see happen here? I mean, they've mm-hmm. pulled they've pulled the shirt down, and, and and like, does he want to? Does he like you said? Does he want to be released here? Does he want to like create? You know, if he wants to create a dialogue about this and like make sure this yeah. doesn't happen again, don't go exactly. mother mother effing people and calling people and Uncle Tom and all this other stuff. Like that's not like. That's exactly. just feeding into it's, like the entire the wrong side of the argument. I feel like so exactly, exactly. Yeah. I think, like you said, if he's trying to open up dialogue and trying to like bring awareness to things that you know may be bothering him or things that we as fans may not know about that are going on behind the scenes, like that's cool. I'm all for being an advocate, and I'm all for you know like advocating for your cause. Um, but at the same time, like I think there's better ways to go about it than like you said, flipping everybody off and saying like all that stuff and just kind of like you said standing on um shaky ground like if you if you put something out there on twitter or you put something out there um in social media first of all it's out there people are gonna have screenshots of it it's not disappearing you know what i mean but like to delete it from your timeline makes me feel like well do you truly stand behind what you're saying like how can i get behind you if i'm like yeah this is awesome like you know i I believe in this tweet and then all of a sudden it's gone and i'm like oh okay well (laughs) Yeah, we'll see what happens here coming up. I, I would think he's not going to last too much longer in WWE, and I'm sure he's not too upset with that. And he'll, you know, there's plenty of places for him to end up with. So, um, for sure, let's move on to some news from AEW. Just came out earlier today that uh, the AEW title match at Full Gear between Cody Rhodes and our buddy Chris Jericho, which I will be in attendance for has a 60-minute time limit and will then be decided by a panel of three judges who will determine a winner to avoid any kind of draws. And I think this is the worst thing I've heard in a long time because (laughs) AEW is positioned to just steal wrestling fans from WWE by just making simple, entertaining wrestling and yeah. you put together some convoluted bullshit like this. Number one, now I know this is going for 60 minutes, which I don't know if I want to watch a 60-minute Chris Jericho match. Oh, um, my God, I know. I mean, he sweats know. He sweats walking to the ring now. Exactly. Um, not, that I, not that I'm in uh, any good, good shape at all, but... Um, I just and then like who who are the judges going to be? I mean, this is something I guess they they did back in the day in old school WCW NWA or something. But you know it's 2019 now. Like I I don't want uh, I want a match to decide. Like I don't want a Fiend versus Seth Rollins match where you know we end in a draw. But I also don't want three random people deciding who's going to win a match. Like and you know. and what are the criteria? It's not like boxing where you know you you have certain criteria that you're like grading who wins the round on like how many landed punches and things like that. Like what are they grading this match on? Do you know what I mean? Like what's the like are we getting are we going to get a list of um you know what like what the judges are looking for in case this thing in case I put it in quotes in case this thing goes to 60 minutes. Um 
it's just all a bunch of hocus pocus and I really don't freaking, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. I mean, why not announce this before the first pay-per-view and then, you know, then you have the, you know, the hangman page, Chris Jericho match where it doesn't come into effect because announcing it now, is just kind of like almost like a spoiler, like, okay, mm-hmm. why would you even tell us this right now? Like, unless it's yeah, going to affect let this- the main event. Yeah, I'm going to let this match go on for like 30 minutes and then I'm going to tune in and watch the last 30 minutes of the match and then see who the judges pick to win this thing. You know what I mean? Like let that that's the mentality I have. Like I'm not going to sit down and watch this hour long match. The only thing I could think of that they could possibly do that would be entertaining would be to make and this wouldn't make any sense at all, so it's not going to happen, but put MJF as as the third judge and he and he's the you know the he's the deciding vote of the three people. And then he picks against Cody, and kind of. Turns so you think on it's going to be? You think it's going to be um, like in ring talent that no, makes I up don't. the judging I just, panel? I just completely made. I don't know what this oh. is going to be. I have no idea. I, I, right? I, who would it be? Like former wrestlers? Maybe like like a DDP and like maybe uh, maybe Cody's dog. Maybe that th- that wolf. Maybe thing. they'll just have like Jr. and Excalibur. Uh, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. pick, pick the winner. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I really, I really don't know what they're going to do here. Telly Blanchard or something. It just, uh, it doesn't make any sense, but I would, I would, I would assume it's going to have some sort of storyline, storyline implications. If you're going to bring this up and like, there's going to be some sort of schmas. Like that's the thing. Like I was, I was just hoping this was going to be like, that's what people like about AEW. That's why people are t- tuning out of WWE. That's why, you know, AEW is beating SmackDown in the ratings this week. Like, it's 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 happening. Like people are are tuning into AEW. Their numbers are declining a little bit too as the weeks go on here. But you know, if you want to keep stealing, re- you know, fans from WWE, just make it simple. Don't overthink this shit. Yeah, yeah, you're doing you're doing yeah. good with what you're doing now. Like stop, like you said, stop adding these unnecessary stipulations. And like you said, it, it really helps us telegraph how the match is going to go, right? Like, what's cool about Co- I mean, I'm I'm totally there for Cody versus Chris Jericho. Do you know what I mean? Like, cool, I, I, I'm 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 down for that match. But already knowing that it's going to be an hour long match with some sort of like weird ending where the judges have to like you know collaborate to find out who's going to be the winner like that just takes all the excitement out of it for me there's going to be so many two 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 counts in this match it's gonna oh my god break the guinness book of world records it's (laughs) gonna you're gonna gonna get the fans up so high and bring them down what's up marco well just to bring you well so the way they i'm reading like the press release that they did um for this announcement so the way they said it was it's going to be a 60 minute time limit like how they do like so it's not going to be an iron man match if yeah. it goes to 60 minutes they have a panel of three esteemed judges that didn't say if they were like like former wrestlers i wonder or if it'll like be that. like bret hart and like ddt you know or ddp you know what DDT, i mean like yeah. um so it might not go 60 minutes it might just be like a gimmick thing that they're throwing in there, just saying like, "Hey, just in case this goes sixty minutes, we don't like to have draws. We're gonna have like an actual winner type of thing." I'm assuming that's what they're going for. And but they, I would they, have, I would have assumed that it wouldn't have. Like, you didn't have to tell me that. Like, that's the whole thing. Is like, I wouldn't have assumed that match was gonna go an hour anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So for them, if they had an hour time limit, like, there's no way in my mind I'm thinking this is gonna go to a time limit draw. Like I'm thinking exactly, like this yeah. is gonna this is gonna be a banger of a match. Like, you know, somebody's gonna win definitively or, you know, by disqualification or something something like that, right? Um, but at the same time, like now now they're telling me like 
you know, th- this match is going to go for an hour. You know, even though they're not telling us that, they're kind of telling us that because why would they say three esteemed judges? You know what I'm saying? If they weren't yeah. going to u- utilize that angle. Well, and they uh, kind of like dug themselves in the, into a hole with the uh, sports aspect of it. Yeah. Like having like judges and having wins and losses count. And like I was watching an interview with Cody saying that they're going to do like a uh, like a top five like um, like player of the week type of thing. Like how sports have like they'll have like the top five teams in this division, um, top five teams in that division. They're going to do the same thing with with the uh, AEW wrestlers oh, as God. well, apparently. Well, oh, well. Well, that was a good run while it lasted. No, yeah, <laughs> we're not we're we're not gonna be that dramatic, but yeah, I, I I do think the match could have been a lot better without this like updated, updated stipulation. So who are you guys going for? I guess this is going down tomorrow night, right? The um the tag team finals. Yeah, yeah, S C U and the Lucha Bros. Yep. Um, I don't know. I think I'm 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 kind of on S C U side now. Now that Scorpio Sky's in there, man, I like him. Uh, I'm going. I'm going Lucha Bros on I'm this. I'm going one. Lucha Bros. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Well, only because I think it's going to set up a later meeting with the Young Bucks, like at a later pay per view. Um, by later, you plus, mean, by later, you mean the next one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, the Young Bucks are facing uh, the the LA, guys LAF, from the Inner yeah. Circle. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not happening there but like well yeah i mean like the well, one after this I and mean, they're gonna they're gonna obviously beat lax i'm sure because yeah the young bucks. yeah well maybe who knows they might they may not beat them they might go in like a rut and they lost like two matches in a row or three matches in a row and it's like oh we're never gonna win and then they do this thing with the lucha bros where they miraculously win the titles but i think the lucha bros only because it's gonna set something up with the young bucks and the young bucks won their titles from them the triple a titles mm-hmm. so I'm assuming they're going to, that's how it's going to play out. But, and I love the Lucha Bros. I think they're probably the best tag team in wrestling history. No, I'm joking, not in history, but they are really good. They're, they're, they're one of the top tag teams, like, yeah. I want to say in the world, definitely. For sure. For, I think, you know, I, if it was me running AEW, I don't think you, you need to put tag team titles on them. I mean, they're a huge draw no matter what. And you could do it. Yeah. Like, you could do a feud, feud with the Bucks and then put SEU. A, Against like, and I don't want to say the dark order, but like you know, some you know, start a few between two teams that can just kind of elevate each other. Um, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Lucha Bros would be a, a great first tag team champions there. That'll be fun. I'm surprised that's not on the pay per view. I'm surprised that's on TV. But you know, hey, if you're you know, giving the fans something to watch on free TV, it's a good a good thing to do. It'll be a great match. For sure, that's definitely something that we've talked about in the past. Like WWE like how they could improve their product is like do more just random title changes on free television for people to enjoy. Right. Like don't save everything for the pay-per-view. Yeah. 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 Let, just go back in the day, like in, on the, in the attitude era back in my day, yeah. there was uh, a <laughs> titles changing every week, literally like triple H would win the title from like undertaker. And then, you know, yeah. he would lose it the next week to mankind, and then like it would just go on and on. Like literally every week, it was like a, like a like a main event caliber match on Raw. 
Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly that what doing. we said. Yeah, because it, it makes you tune in because, you know, if you know you're not going to see any meaningful title changes until the pay-per-view, why would you tune in to the weekly product? You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. knowing that anything can happen during the weekly product, like, that's going to make you tune in and stick around for that third hour of Raw. Yep. Yeah, and and with with that, I mean, I don't like a ton of title changes, but imagine if you would have had Baron Corbin win the title on Raw for a couple weeks, and then <sighs> you know, you know, just you know, just imagine where that would put him right now. I mean, he would be, he would probably be closer to a main eventer than he where he is right now. You know, I just feel like yeah. that's how you're going to legitimize some of these guys. I mean, back in the day, like you said, we had we had Austin Rock and and so many different you know Triple H and Mankind and you, you know, had four or five guys where if they were you know Undertaker they were all in a match together you didn't know who was going to win like at this point there's like two people on each show that are are going to be going for the title so um you know just creating more people like that is is always a good thing I do want to say that we're doing uh, I am going to Full Gear I'll be representing the Chick Foley show at at Full Gear next month. But uh, we're doing a meetup at the Pratt Street Ale House. It's on Pratt Street here in Baltimore. It's about a block from the Royal Farms Arena. So uh, it's going to be about 3.30 on that day. I think that's a, that's a Saturday, I believe. So uh, come out, and uh, we're going to be drinking some beers and uh, eating some, some uh, unhealthy appetizers and uh, talking wrestling. So uh, message me at the, at the Chick Foley Show account or, or my personal account, I hate JJ Reddick, if you want to stop by. It's nothing nothing formal, just kind of uh, you know, some dudes hanging out, you know, talking well, wrestling. Beware. That's, that night is a full moon. That's when all the weirdos are out. So just oh, just know that. Yeah, just know that. And also, don't, go, don't act like you're going there representing the Chick Foley Show. You're going there representing Riho, okay? I am. I do want to give props to uh, a bunch of people. Marco... Number one for finding me, and I posted it on the Facebook page. This shirt off of uh, you went to Dynamite, right? And you and you picked it up, Marco. It's like a baseball. It's like a it's like a baseball tee. It's a ringer tee. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've got the uh, I got the ringer tee for the uh, for the um, for the, the bruiser weight. <laughs> yeah, for the bruiser weight. It's it's got a so pink a, a pink Riho logo across the chest, and then like turquoise sleeves and it's probably the most effeminate shirt that i've ever worn and uh shane and mike and kenny from the uh the foley family contributed money and i said if 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 the the foley family contributed to the shirt i would wear it in public to full gear and uh it's a super soft shirt you were right marco they're they're not lying with these uh these aew shirts man they're pretty legit and it fits fits nicely so i'll be uh I should probably drink some martinis or like a like a mai tai with that shirt on. I can't be drinking uh, you know craft beer in that shirt. It does it's not yeah, doesn't, it's, doesn't it's, fit the brand. It's a li- it's a little frilly. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Marco's right. right. I think we should do a a Chick Foley shirt and just steal that steal the gimmick, you know, and just make it like a. Yeah, I saw one of the I saw one of the guys on the uh, Facebook page uh, recommend that, so I'm totally I'm totally there for that. Yeah, I'm sure pro wrestling tees would like that if we just <laughs> stole somebody else's shirt. <laughs> totally, totally <laughs> jack their design. But make sure make sure you run it by me for approval first, okay? okay. Don't be putting out no don't be putting out don't be putting out any logos or anything. Yeah. Um, we, we we've seen that that turns sour. So let's let's make sure we get approval on all oh, designs. Sure. I'm I'm only putting out non racist t shirts going forward. I would yeah. so appreciate that. Yes. Um, let me <laughs> see here. All right. So we that's everything from in the ring, but I think we should run through. We're running through the uh Yeah, let's run through jewel. the Crown Jewel car really quickly since it is going to take place on Thursday, which I don't think anybody's going to watch because it's Halloween. And even though we all know Halloween was just it's a holiday invented by the candy companies, I think it 
definitely um, is something that we are going to prefer to be doing Halloween festivities versus watching Crown Jewel. Am I wrong? Uh, you are not wrong. Let's start off with the first match. It's a 20-man battle royal. The winner faces AJ Styles. Uh, Sheena, you care to share your California laid-back tie-dye point of view on this one? Who's going to win this and face AJ Styles later in the night? Um, I don't know. Okay. The- All right. All right. That's it for us tonight, folks. We're gonna- <laughs> no, I don't know either. I, this is a, this is a battle of mid-card wonders here. But um, hey, this would be yeah. a great way to uh, elevate Andrade into a, a, a spot that we'd like to see him in. I mean. Who else from this match? Hold I mean, on. I'm I, trying to find a list of who all. Let me in run them down. Let me run them okay. down because this is run, a who's run them down who. And let me pick. Okay. This is a who's who of catering, uh, a catering all stars: Sunil Singh, Mojo Rawley, Eric Rowan, R Truth, Sinkara, the Brian Kendrick. I didn't know he was still around, but I'm he's I'm glad he is. Titus O'Neil, Tony Nice, Akira Tozawa, Shelton Benjamin, Apollo Cruz, Buddy Murphy, Andrade. Drake Maverick, Eric Young, Luke Harper, Cedric Alexander, the entertainer Cedric Alexander, <laughs> Heath Slater, Humberto Carrillo, and No Way Jose at the very end, last but not least. So, man, there's only, um, there's only two or three guys that are win, winning this. Yeah, the only three that stuck out to me out of that whole list was Humberto, just because he wrestled AJ this week. Um, you know, and they've obviously let him wrestle Seth and they've let him wrestle AJ. So they're, they obviously have big things planned for this guy. Um, Andrade or, um, Cedric Alexander are the only ones I can really see being actual contenders for the U S title. What about you? I don't think he's going to win, but I got a dark horse, and it's Sunil Singh. His name just sticks out here like a sore thumb. I don't know what he's one doing. Of the in this Singh, match. One of the Singh brothers? Are both Singh brothers in there, or no? no just one. Just Sunil. The other one did not qualify. Mm, okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Interesting, um, but random. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna go. I'm going on. <laughs> ugh, I don't know. Now that you've said Cedric, it sounds good, but I'm going to go. I'm going to go Andrade. He's my pick. Yeah. I was going to pick Andrade, too. Damn it. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to agree on Andrade. Damn, all right, I'm going to switch it up then. I'm going to go Cedric Alexander. <gasps> oh, if Cedric wins, I'm going to be pissed because I put him in your brain. You did. You did. You, you, it sparked something I said, I, there. Said, I said it with confidence. That's how, that's how I do. Do either um, of those guys beat AJ Styles? I'm going to say no. We're well, I don't to... know. I mean, Andrade's a heel though, right? Like, why would it, it – I mean, not that, it, not that a heel can't fight another heel, but it's just like wouldn't Cedric be a much more redeeming person to like contend for the U.S. title? Hey, I'm not questioning your pick. You know, you, you... – <laughs> Now I'm trying to rationalize my own pick. Okay, I'm going to stick with Andrade. Okay. All right. I think both of them lose to AJ Styles, though. Yeah, we yeah. Don't, we definitely don't have a lose. new U.S. champion. Okay. No. Um, in a match everyone's dying to see, Mansoor versus Cesaro. Yeah, I think this match is going to be good. I mean, I don't think, I mean, Cesaro is great. Mansoor is good. Um, you know, we it, this is just one of those signature matches. You know, Mansoor is going to wrestle just because he's he's the hometown, the hometown hero. Um, I He went over the last time he wrestled. Um, he won, what was it? Did he win? Was it the Battle Royal that he won? Yeah, like the 200-person uh, Battle Royal. Yes, yeah, so, <laughs> 700, the 730-person Battle Royal. Um, yeah, so he won that. I think um, I think he wins again um, here against Cesaro, but I think I think it's going to be uh, a really good match. Are you being? I can't tell if you're being serious. Monsoor is a good wrestler. I mean, he's not. I mean, Cesaro could wrestle anybody. I mean, he's not. He's not freaking Seth Rollins. You know what I mean? Yeah, but true. yeah. 
it's I think um, you know I think he'll elevate himself to re- wrestling with Cesaro. I think it's gonna be it's not gonna be like a a shit show wet fart. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, well, I'm going Mansoor too. I think he's he's the hometown boy. He's gonna he's gonna be the middle of the card. Yeah. Get everybody pumped up for everything. You know, for um, sure. All right, let's move on to the nine team, not ten team. This is a oh, nine God. a nine oh, team God. tag team turmoil match. Man, this is New Day versus the Viking Raiders versus Heavy Machinery versus Lucha House Party versus uh, the beat. Oh no, versus uh, the Major Bros versus the Revival versus the OC versus Ziggler and Rude oh, versus the B Team. How how are that many Dude. people even standing on the side of the ring? Dude, what, watching this is going to be like waiting three hundred years for a virgin to light a candle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be like. Like what in the freaking hell? And the the name of this thing. What, like, I'm gonna, let me look at my little notes here. See if I have the official name of this freaking tag team bullshit match here. Um, I think it's just tag team turmoil match, but I don't know. Oh what, no 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 no! It's as not. A, as a more it's, official name. Oh yeah, that? have you not seen the graphic that they post when they're talking about this? The graphic it it, it looks like an article. You know what I mean? Like it's oh, like yeah. it's. Just, the largest tag team turmoil match in history um, to determine the World Cup for the best tag team in the world, something <laughs> to that effect. Yeah, I'm not. Is. Yeah, I, is I'm, I'm a lie, Marco. Well, That's actually, literally... you, get it, you had it word for word. The largest tag team turmoil match in history to determine World Cup winner, the World Cup winner, and crown the best tag team in the world. Yeah, it's the longest. Yep. <laughs> you're you're, you're welcome. Match. You're welcome. <laughs> when, have, when have we started putting the? This is the like on the match description that it's the largest. Why do Why do we need to know it's the largest? just tag team turmoil have we ever had a tag team turmoil match before i don't even know yes there's 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 been tag team yeah there's been tag team turmoil matches before but obviously um it's big dude season over in uh saudi as well because they they like to make sure they might they like to make sure everybody knows it's the largest so this is where two teams start and then when one team gets uh eliminated another team comes out is that what we're doing here that's the tag team turmoil matches right Essentially, yeah. Okay, that's okay. So they're not all going to be ringside. Okay. No. Well. Uh, but I mean, how do they decide who goes who goes first? Like, is there is there a lottery, a drawing? Like, what what what? Like, it's I don't know. random. <laughs> they, it's just a random. Put in a <laughs> randomizer. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so I, I think we're all is we're all just going to be confused during this match. Who I don't know. I'm going Lucha House Party. Wow. Okay. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why they've. they've I don't they've, know why you picked that either. They've but. mentioned them uh, more so in the last couple of weeks, and they got drafted like in the third round. I don't even know what that means, but uh, you know, I don't. This is a good like throwaway and just like kind of a kitty like let the little like Saudi Arabia kids celebrate type of thing. All right. Mm, I'm gonna go with <laughs> um scientific. You know. Heavy machinery. Okay. Big dude season. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Big dude season is in full swing. I like on the Wikipedia it says Lindsay Dorado, Grand Metalik, and or Kalisto. Still don't even. (laughs) When do they find out? I wonder when they find out if they're going to be wrestling. Like right when they're. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're not going. The other guy is with the other mask. Okay. Yeah, that guy. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go Heavy Machinery. Since it's the largest tag team turmoil match, it only makes sense that Heavy Machinery would win this thing. Yep. 
All right, so let's move on to, I guess, the title match. Fall. This is a long title, too. Falls count anywhere for the WWE Universal Championship. Match cannot be stopped for any reason. Uh, so, which it probably will be. Which it probably will be. <laughs> yeah, gonna... there's not. I, I mean, I'm I, I'm putting money that there's not going to be a, a definitive um, end to this match. No, who do who do you have as a winner though? Uh, Seth. Yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty clear. Uh, yeah, they, they've been advertising some matches between these two after the fact. So uh, with with Seth as the champion, but. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I just don't see it switching on a show like this. But, I mean, if you want people to tune into these Crown Jewel events, I mean, that would get people like, oh, shit, I missed the title change for The Fiend. I got, I missed The Fiend winning the title, you know? That would mm-hmm. that would put butts in the seats, you know? Well, yeah, but you can't put butts in the seats after the fact. You know what I mean? I know. I was just making a joke. But, I mean, maybe for the next one that comes up, people will end up watching it more. But, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think they do any title changes over there. I think it's going to be Seth Rollins some sort of schmaz but he's going to leave as a champ mm-hmm. yeah uh brock lesnar the universal no he's the wwe champion against kane velasquez oh boy i think brock's gonna win yeah i don't think you can have this guy win win the title uh he is a former, i'm just a former interested two-time. to see what this guy can do in the ring do you know what i mean yeah, he he did some uh, wrestling down in Mexico and was pretty pretty okay. But I don't think he you know has more pretty than six, okay. six months of like you know he hasn't been doing it for very long. Um, I, I don't think it's going to be hard when you're coming from a real legitimate sport as you know as legitimate as UFC can be, but coming over to WWE and having to do you know fake punches and fake kicks and all that kind of stuff when yeah you know, you've been just trained your whole life to just beat the shit out of people. It's gotta it's gotta be pretty tough. I, yeah, I can't imagine the the transition between like actual fighting to WWE style um, fighting. I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's like, especially if you, if it's something that you've been training for like your whole life. You know what I mean? But I mean, you know, Brock did it. Ronda Rousey's done a really good job. Um, I think there's been lots of MMA crossovers that have been pretty decent. I mean, we got uh, Jake Hager, that's the best MMA fighter in the whole world, and he's yeah, he's he's kicking ass and taking names over in AEW. So. Uh, Matt Riddle, we'll be at Matt Riddle. Oh yeah, our our man, the the yeah. bro, Matt Riddle. Yep. Oh, how about it? AEW today was was pimping up some sort of announcement on their social media. I don't know if it was today or or yesterday. Oh, uh, yesterday they were counting down the hours until this announcement at noon, and basically it was just saying that they were going to be back in Jacksonville for AEW Dynamite on the. On the uh, on New Year's Day, like that was the announcement. Yeah, like come come on. Oh my god, I I saw I saw the build up. I saw them talking about like, oh, we're gonna have a big announcement, but I didn't I didn't keep tabs on it because you know obviously I'm here in family and it's just been distracting. But um, yeah, that's kind of a disappointment. Yeah, it's it's little stuff like that. Like, come on, man, no one's gonna get excited about that. I mean, unless you live in Jacksonville, but just announce it. Like, you know, it's not like a pay per view. It's just a TV show. Yeah, just you know, just say yeah, we're gonna be in Jacksonville. Just Yay. there like a year ago. So anyway, yeah. off, off off topic. Let's get back to the the crown jewel here. Um, so yeah, we both have Brock winning. Uh, Braun Strowman versus Tyson Fury. I'm going Tyson Fury here. There's the there's only one reason why he would even be participating in this is to get a win over yeah. Braun Strowman. Yeah, I gotta go with Tyson Fury too. I don't think that they're gonna put uh, the monster among men over over Tyson Fury, especially after paying him, 
you know, 15 mil. He is 20 and 0 in, in boxing, 20 0 and 1. So uh, I don't know shit about boxing, but uh, that's that's a pretty good record. Gonna say. Yeah. He, he, he's, uh, that's a pretty good record. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's going to go over. And I th- I've heard rumors that Braun Strowman's making, he's making a mill just to lose to Tyson Fury. So it's going hey. to be pretty nice to be like, you know, mid thirties making a million dollars for one night. Yeah. Oh my God. I'll, I'll take that. I would not, I'm not going to hate on any of these guys. No, like I said, no. any of these guys paydays. All right, we talked about uh, Mansoor. Okay, the uh, the I guess this will be the main event, right? Because they've been talking about the most that the team Hogan versus Team Flair, ten man tag team match: Reigns, Rusev, Ricochet, Shorty G, and Ali against Randy Orton, King Corbin, Lashley, Nakamura, and Drew McIntyre. Uh, that team this- Flair is five dudes that you would not want to meet in a bar fight. I'll tell you what. I know it's it's um like I said the the talent on these teams is like awesome like I, I I love these guys I love these as Survivor Series teams it's just I hate I hate the whole angle here the whole legends angle here um and uh, I was listening to a different podcast earlier in the week and it like made such a really good point that I never even considered that um you know Team Hogan is leading all the baby faces and Team Flair is leading all the heels but like. In when you think about like who's the real heel and who's the real babyface, like Ric Flair gets like a, a much more pop. You know, he's like he's basically a face in WWE, and Hogan is ultimately yeah, like yeah. a heel. You know cool. what I mean? So yeah. I'm like, I'm like, uh, how cool? And he was talking about how um, he should have just come out as like Hollywood, you know, and he could have led all the heels. And I'm like, God, that is such a great idea. Like, why did they not think of that? You know? <laughs> um, but I don't. I definitely don't think this is going to be the main event. I think either one of the one of the title. Um, matches is going to be is going to be the main event whether it's Seth and the Fiend or uh, Kane and Brock but because this I just don't think this has the the power to end the show you know what I mean because like really there's no the there's panache. no stakes here. It doesn't have the panache. yeah 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 it does there's no there's no stakes here versus like you know you want to see somebody in the show as the champion yeah good point uh, I agree with that uh, so okay so who what team do you have in this one. I think, um, I mean, I think the baby face has got to go over. Yeah. On this kind of show. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go team flair just to be different. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I think, um, I think the team Hogan's going over and you got a team flair. Cool. This match does make me, uh, want some survivors. I, I love that. I always love survivor series as a kid. I don't know why. Oh, survivor but, series is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I just like, it's like a good, like break from the storyline, you know, from like title, like normal matches and normal pay-per-views. And you got like to see some guys tag up that would never tag up usually. So, you know, yeah, I'm looking forward to that in a couple of weeks. So yeah, that's yeah. our, that's our, uh, our hastily put together crown jewel, uh, re- a preview. So we'll recap that next week. But a, d- a decent card. It's not like the best thing I've ever seen. But it's not something that's going to make me want to watch at noon on on Halloween. You know, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, that's, for that's, sure. That's prime horror movie uh, time right there. Exactly. Exactly. Ugh. Yeah. So let's put a little bow on our weekly wrap up of Inside the Squared Circle. I think we covered everything, and uh, we need to get into our Go Figure segment because we have some. Pretty awesome, you know, things to talk about in this segment. All right, let's pull it up. Hold hold on one second. The money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Money, money, money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I miss Shane McMahon. It's been a while. 
All right, this is our weekly Go Figure segment where myself, Sheena, and Marco go through our pickups of the week, uh, be it wrestling figures, memorabilia, merchandise, and everything in between. And this is sponsored in part by our friends over at Ringside Collectibles. Uh, you can check them out and use our code CHICKFOLEY, all one word, for 10% off of your order. Uh, they have a bunch of new stuff for pre-order that we'll get into in the news segment here in just a moment. But uh, if you're looking for wrestling figures and you don't want to waste a whole tank of gas driving around and finding stuff, I highly recommend going over to Ringside Collectibles' website and checking them out. It's wrestlingfigures.com. So check them out there. They're a great sponsor and, and huge friends of ours. They really support what we do here. So check them out and, and patronize them this holiday season. All right, Sheena, do you want to start this bad boy off here? Because I got some good stuff to talk about. I had I had a nice couple hauls for my honey. Holes. I know. I told you guys. Um, so I had my I had my big haul last week. I found um Briscoe, uh, like just li- like living his best life on the pegs, just like front and center. Um, and I've went searching. Obviously, oh, I'm limited to like three stores you. here. Um, so I don't have that much selection. And the Target here is like completely abysmal. Like. Oh my God. Like literally there's only one AJ basic left on the entire shelf. Like that, that's oh, the only, Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only wrestling figures that are in the entire target. So it's a little bit outdated target. Um, the Walmarts they're stocked with basics and stuff, but not a ton of elites. So I'm going to keep checking throughout, throughout the week and just see what I can find, but I haven't picked up anything this, this week. So I'm excited to, you know, re- I've already know what you got, but I'm excited to recap with everyone else. Like what you picked up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I went into a bunch of WalMarts the other day. I just I not a fan of the brick seek for WalMarts. I just feel like it's not accurate. And now that they're using like they're just saying you know six or more, they're not giving yeah. like, an accurate number. It's even harder. So I went into a couple. The second one I was into, like oh, they never have anything here. But let me check. It'll take two seconds. And they had the entire uh, elite set. Elite. What's that? Elite seventy two. Now with uh, Gargano and EC3, yeah, mm-hmm. seventy or that's seventy. I no, think. seventy, seventy-one. Seventy-one, yeah. Uh, so I picked up EC3. I picked up our buddy Johnny Gargano, and I picked up uh, a Gerald Briscoe, which I've been hunting for for a long time. So all three of those, the whole set was on the pegs, but they did not have the pink pants Dolph Ziggler. I'm still. Oh, I lie. It's Elite that. Seventy. Okay, yeah, Elite Seventy. No problem. My bad. I forgive you. Uh, so then I was about to pick the kid up from daycare and there's a Walmart right by his daycare. And I said, yeah, maybe they're all hitting at the same time. Maybe I'll have luck here. Another Walmart, which I've never, I don't think I've ever found. I don't think they've even had, have ever had an elite on the shelf when I've been there. So it's just, you know, terrible. So I went right. there and found another Johnny Gargano cause the first one had a crappy box. I picked that up and, um, I picked up another Gerald Briscoe. So I have another one of those for hopefully for a trade here with someone in the not too distant future. But uh, I was able to send that uh, Gargano loose out to one of our Patreon subscribers, Josh Drake. So uh, he wanted that one. So it didn't matter what the box looked like. Uh, took that out of the package and shipped that out to him. And I found a – I've had like a – Rick the other day, I think it was like uh, Friday or Saturday, I found Ricochet and uh, Sonya Deville on the peg. So I, I sent Ricochet out to Alan Kiohan, who is also a Patreon subscriber. And uh, yeah, so that that was my haul. I found those, and I'm hopefully in the in the works to trade a Liv Morgan for a Page Elite. So I'll have that one all wrapped up, and I still need that Cassius Ono. But hopefully, I'll have all three of these wrapped up before my birthday, and I don't have to beg 
anyone to uh, to find them for me. So yeah, we we had a few people um, in the group find uh, those Target exclusives, the page and the Cassius Ono. So I was like, I was like super happy for them. Now it makes me like feel like, oh my god, I bet they're hitting back in Virginia, <laughs> and I'm missing oh, it. Oh man, that's the worst feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited now. Isn't it weird that like as popular as wrestling figures are, and then when once they land, I mean they don't last very long on the on the shelves, no matter what they are. You know, you don't see too many. You know, and everyone listening can probably attest to that because you know the pegs are pretty empty. Um, isn't it weird that they only get one box at a time? Even like, I, I, it's very rare that I've ever been to a Walmart and they get more than one box at a time. Like eight figures at you know, at a time, like every other week. Like that's like. I'm sure you like the Marvel and like the Lego stuff. I'm sure you just, you know, I'm sure they're just getting boxes upon boxes of shit. Like, yeah, just, I don't you know, know how the, yeah, I don't know how the distribution works, but yeah, it always seems like there's never like multiples, you know what I mean? Like, like you said, with like elite 70 and stuff like that, like you're not going to find like three, um, Gerald Briscoe's on the pegs at the same time. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. one set. Yeah, well, I am saying that that Rock Elite is becoming like a peg warmer. That's been showing up in like all my stores, and I thought that was going to be really hard to get. Yeah, but, uh, I've noticed that too. It's been in a lot of the stores in uh, in Virginia too. I'm like, oh my gosh, because it was. We thought it was going to be hard to find, and then once the Ghostbusters hit and like all those Rock figures came out, the that first little round got snatched up pretty quickly, and then they got restocked pretty quickly too. So and now they're kind of just sitting. Yeah, the uh, the Ghostbusters on the other hand, I haven't you know those those landed a, a, every store got like one those set were gone. and they were gone and that was it. I guess it was mm-hmm. a one a one and done type of thing. So uh, if anybody wanted those, you're probably going to reach out to to eBay or or you know some of the Facebook groups. I know here and there some people on our Facebook group have been selling them from time to time. So uh, yeah, that's that's about it. But I'm glad those things are starting to hit better now, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. You know, as the holidays get closer, as we're closer to Black Friday, these stores are going to get, you know, inundated with some more stock on some of this stuff, which I think is going to make things easier for people to find over the next month or so. So, you know, we can only hope. Yeah. Try to avoid the the scalper prices. I mean, I've if you look up Cassius Ono right now on eBay, he's a guy I've never seen win a wrestling match in my single my my life. I mean, I've I've watched him on NXT. (laughs) He's you know, he's he's good, whatever. but there's no reason somebody should be paying $124 for a Cassius Ono wrestling figure like in 2019. It's insane. Yeah, that's how I feel about all the people that really paid over for the Sonya and the Liv. Like when they started to be a little bit more easier to find, I'm like, yeah, you guys, like it's just patience. You know what I mean? If you got that kind of bread and you and you and you want the figure first, by all means, like do what you got to do, right? But I just feel bad for people out there that are like blowing their whole figure budget on these two figures and i'm like dude they're gonna hit in your store like just stay calm you know or you're gonna be able to find them at a decent price once they start hitting in other people's stores because the market's gonna get a little bit more flooded and these prices are gonna have to come down you know yeah people just want to be like the first person to post a photo on it i mean it's not it's not that serious if i get it i get it if i don't get it I don't get it. You know, I'm sure there's going to be a way to find it, you know, in another month Eventually. or two. Eventually. As, yeah, as exactly. newer elites come out, as new series come out, people are going to, you know, totally forget about these. So, And as we know, you know, as collectors of anything, eventually, you know, sometimes people, you know, get tired of their collections and they, they start getting rid of stuff or people fall on hard times, baby. And they, you know, let some of their um, prized figures go. So, like, just stay patient and just keep your ear to the ground and, you know, don't get, don't get robbed just because you're impatient. You know what I mean? What'd you pick up this week, Marco? Um, nothing for myself. I've been uh, trying to go around and grab some stuff for the uh, for the toy drive and stuff like that. So 
I'm in, I'm not I'm not in the selfish mode. Uh, the only thing I really did was support my uh, my big dude season brethren, which is um, Keith Lee. Pre-ordered his uh, his uh, uh, series nice. one nice. figure. I mean, big dude season. You gotta you gotta represent. You gotta, For sure. He he's like the representation. He's like the <gasps> figurehead of. Uh, Big, big dude season. season, yeah, he definitely. Is. <laughs> I think Keith, I think Keith Lee is the one that started. Yeah, um, yeah, his he, little trunks. The, yeah, his little trunks. I think he's the one that um, you know got big dude season kicked off right. Yeah, he has a he has a build like how my dad was. He has like pretty much like the the big upper body and the like kind of like the. I mean, his legs are way bigger than my dad's legs were, but because he works out, but yeah, he has like the the. Uh, he has actually like an action figure body, which is question. Can your dad can your dad do a moonsault? No, that he's like, oh. actually. You know what? I was going to bring the story up last night because I did bring it up in the the uh, the chat that we had. Um, I did see my daughter pull off a kind of like a suicide dive move, um, which is really fast because I I didn't see her climb it because she's really fast at climbing now. I have one year old twin daughter, so they climb. But you ever see like when like we'll say like Seth Rollins or. Or Dean Ambrose or John Moxley, if you're if you're an AEW fan, how they do like they run into they they do the dive and they do the clean dive and they they kind of like push the guy into the barricade. Mm-hmm. She did that to her sister, and they oh, both man. felt like clean. Oh my god! <laughs> on, on a mat, like they like it was kind of like it was like we have our we have a dog, so like there's like a, a dog bed. So mm-hmm. he was like, there was like boxes set up next to the dog bed because we're trying to like move stuff around. She just climbed up super fast. I turned my head like really quick, and it's just like a dive and then push, pushed her right onto the mat. I was so like, she did. She did like the Seth Rollins, like the suicide, yeah, was, the, the suicide high five. It was it was good. It was really clean actually. I was like, no, neither one of them got hurt. They didn't hit the table. They like obviously one of them cried because she was the one that hit the floor. Or like they padded for, but the other one just got up like, ah, yeah, pulled it off really, really well. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, they're going to be yeah. the next women's tag team champions. No, not now. They already, they've already split up. Jeez. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, they, no, they, they have to do that early. So now when, like, when you get back together, now your, your bond is reinforced even, even exactly. stronger. So you're, you're not you're going to break up. Yeah. You're forged forever. You can't, you're not going to lose the titles. You're going to win them and keep it forever. Um, but yeah, other than that, just, uh, just a pre-ordering, and like I said, just gathering up some stuff for the uh, for the toy drive. So I'll be sending that out soon. Um, and then I sent out the the figures um, for uh, one of our Patreon guys up there, uh, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he got the uh, the Rock um, and the Shawn Michaels Ghostbusters I picked up for him. Mm-hmm. And then the and that was pretty much it. Yeah, I had a pretty light week this week. Um, you gotta scale back. It's it's holiday season, so you know you gotta you gotta it's tighten true. up the ball a little bit. It's true, but that being said, we did get a bunch of new, um, you know, MOC and prototype images and everything like that uh, of some things that are dropping pretty soon, which just looks super mage. And um, we saw the Super Seven New Japan figures. Like, oh yeah, holy guacamole! So yeah, you better. <laughs> <laughs> the, the purse strings will probably be loosened up uh, before long. But, yeah, let's oh, yeah. talk about all the things that we saw uh, ringside release. What are you most excited for, Phil, um, of all the things that you saw coming up? Uh, well, I really like that Series 103, the, the Matt Riddle. I was hoping that would be an elite, but uh, that's going to be a pretty cool. We've just seen the, the prototype images of it so far, but that's a, that's basic 103. I'm excited to get a Matt Riddle at, you know, at some point this year. 
Um, I don't know. Elite 74 looks like a set that I'm going to be passing on because you got a Finn Balor, you got AJ Styles, Goldberg, Andrade again, um, a Lince Dorado, but I really like the Natalia just because I've been building up my Mint on Card uh, women's division uh, collection. So that and the Kyrie Sane. The Kyrie Sane now, they just uh, released pictures of what those actually look like, the actual figure. And uh, yeah. it's, it's a badass looking figure. It comes with a bunch of bu- little accessories with it. Uh, her, yeah, you get like the little stuff. Yeah, the telescope, and you get like the little wheel, and then um, is that like a wristband? I can't. Remember. I don't know what that is, but um, yeah, it looks really freaking cool. I'm uh, I, that figure. I think that's gonna that's the highlight of the bunch. I think Alistair Black obviously looks really freaking cool too. I mean, we already have like a really sick definitive NXT Alistair Black, but this one with like the spikes on the shoulders. Um, I think they just nailed it. It looks so good. A little disappointed with the packaging change on the elites now with like the kind of the box is more of like a like a dot ugly like a, yeah ugly yeah yeah ugly but also like I, I like I do like that the 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 plastic on the front is a little bit bigger so it's you know it's good better for MOC collectors but I just don't like the switch I don't know what you know I I would I would hope they would just keep the same design of the package and maybe change the the color scheme but like. You know, put put some like graphics behind the wrestlers in the package. Like, do something a little different. I don't know. Yeah, it's so it's so freaking generic, and I hate the I hate the the shape of the box too. I know I've talked about that before. Like the little corner cut off. Like I'm like, just make it rectangle. You know what I mean? Like yeah, just yeah. stop stop trying to be all fancy. You know what I mean? It's just uh, ugh. So yeah, I, I totally agree with you 100. percent Um. So yeah, those are really cool. And then we saw the on-card pictures of like the WrestleMania, the um, WrestleMania 36 series. It's in stock over at ringside. So you got like Stephanie, uh, Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins, The Rock, Batista, Shane McMahon. If you're a basics collector, definitely check those out. Um, what else? Oh. All the Storm Collectibles, Hogan's launch. I think it was like this last week, right? Was it last week or the week before? Um, but they all they all went out and uh, they look pretty awesome. I mean, Storm Collectibles just freaking nails it every damn time. I'm hoping to see that uh, basic one one basic one hundred hit stores. I don't know if that's ever going to hit stores because uh, I have not seen it. In, no, in I mean you're stores, already yeah. looking at one hundred three and one hundred four here for basics, and uh, I mean that that was a cool like the packaging was cool. You had all the the different legends there. Uh, mm-hmm. That, that would have been nice, but uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of good stuff coming out at this point. I'm waiting now. I mean, they have a nice Halloween sale going on right now on Ringside Collectibles, which is going on for the last week or so. So if you're looking for stuff, it's a good time. Uh, but between now and uh, you know Black Friday, the, the sales that they have at Ringside Collectibles for Black Friday are amazing. So you know it's it's hard to believe that we're like three or four weeks away from that, but we are. So. Uh, uh, did you pre-order the um, major, the Major Brothers playset? I did not. I did not. Get I did that. not either. I totally forgot about that. It went. I saw that it went on sale. Um, I need to. I don't know if it sold out. There's only 300 of them, so I'm sure it did sell out. But um, it went on sale on Friday, so I'm curious to see if there's any any left. I need to hit the heel husband up and see if that was something that he was wanting because I completely dropped the ball on that. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about it too. Oh, we didn't talk about the the we talked about the Keith Lee in that series one hundred and four, but that's a Daniel Bryan, Mysterio, Orton, Alexa Bliss, and Keith Lee. He's the chase figure, so there's two different versions. But uh, 
yeah, a lot of good stuff coming out, and it will be interesting to see next week at Ringside Fest uh, what is going to be announced there because I'm sure they have a lot of stuff that they're going to save and, and drop there. That's on November 3rd, so that's a week. Uh, that's this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, so. it is. Um, it's uh, What's that, Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. Um, so what are your thoughts on the Super 7 figures? Uh, I'm not too familiar with anything New Japan, but they look pretty cool. I mean, it sucks that they're not coming out till you know, about a year from now, I think it's summer, summer of 2020. They're, they're available. No, that was, um, that was the, uh, Pinta and the, who else was it? Was yeah, it Ray, the, Ray the Phoenix? Bros. Yeah. It was a uh, yeah. Bros. Yes. It was a Lucha bros. They did, they did a pre-order for that. And, um, you know, the heel husband was hitting me up and he was like, yeah, definitely see what the deal is with the pre-orders on those. And they were like 40 bucks a piece. I think it was like 30, 38 bucks, 37.99. And, uh, I looked into it. So I went to go pre-order them and they're not even releasing until freaking summer 2020. And I was like, that's a long way away for a pre-order. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, and especially not to know, like, are they going to charge your card? Um, right now, are they going to wait till they ship? Are they, I mean, are they funding this project? Like, could you possibly lose your money if they don't get it funded? Like, what's yeah. the deal with yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the figures looked amazing. So yeah, I'm going to hang tight because I definitely want those figures, but at the same time, like I'm not willing to like buy them a year in advance. You know what I mean? I don't want them that bad. Yeah. yeah. They do have, um, they do have like if you if you're gonna buy a set of figures, probably this one is it because it's pretty much all the major hitters of New Japan mm-hmm. right now. It's like literally all the the best guys. It's not like one good guy and three other dudes or two good guys and two other guys. It's literally all four of those guys are like the major like the major players of New Japan right now. So you definitely yeah. want to. Well, you knew that floor. you knew they had to, you knew they had to come out swinging. You know, well the pre the pre orders for these start um, on the first. So yes. That's Friday. That they 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 start on Friday. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I need to get in touch with the heel husband and see if he um wants any of these figures so I can pre order those. But I wonder when they actually launch. Do you know yeah. what what's no, the launch have date of those? No. Uh. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't really. Even in that <laughs> article, um, it doesn't really give any info. It sounds um, like Mike Lanham said that they pulled the, they pulled the page off of their website. I think um, in some one of the Twitter accounts that posted it said Super Seven asked them to delete the post from Twitter. Oh, really? That I think they launched it and they weren't ready. Yeah, you know, that doesn't have all the information and stuff like that. So, oh, then yeah, yeah. So. Oh yeah. So I I just looked up Eminem figure clothing says um there was a there was a post on Twitter it says um, the pre orders begin on Friday November first and they will close Saturday November thirtieth. Um, in the Super 7 pre-order store. So I guess they're taking pre-orders for all of the, like up until that date during that little time period. But yeah, it doesn't say um, anything about an actual like launch date. Huh. All right. Well, stay tuned to the Chick-fil-A social media outlets as you, as we will update you on that stuff as we're going forward. I had a good, a good father son moment. I was, I shouldn't really do this. I, uh, my son was eating dinner. My wife wasn't home yet. And I was, pulling the Gargano and the Ricochet figures out of the box to ship them loose to the guys, our Patreon subscribers. And I was like 10 feet away from my son. And I was just, I was opening up the Johnny Gargano box and he's like, Oh daddy, it's Johnny, it's Johnny Gargano. I was like, how the hell do you know? This is like, like he can't read, obviously he's four years old. And I mean, it was just a, you know, a, bo- a box that he's never seen before. So and he, hasn't, he hasn't seen Johnny Gargano more than one or two times on TV. So it was pretty funny. 
that's pretty cool. He made an impact, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's why that's why he's Johnny Wrestling. He he knows how to he knows how to make an impact. Um, he is a pretty little impressive little guy. You know what I mean? I, I love me some I love me some Johnny Gargano. So the Nash Nash Gentile has good good taste. Yeah, I mean, all the figures I got for him for Christmas are like NXT guys. I got him Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream. Now I'm probably gonna have to get the Gargano for him. I'll probably get yeah. that riddle. So you know. Well, you just need that. That's that's the best way. You know, start start him on stuff that's not going to make him disappointed or sad. <laughs> you know. When do, when do you think we get AEW wrestling figures? It has to be soon, right? I mean, have to announce yeah. something soon. I, I would imagine. Yeah, I, I bet. I bet we see. I mean, I bet we see at least like you know um, a deal go down, or you know, some prototype images or something in twenty twenty for sure. That's what everybody thought this announcement was yesterday, and everyone got so you know you can't you can't pimp out an announcement like people are going to just let their imagination run wild. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, was there I any other that's... figure news going on? I think there was something else that I'm missing, but I may maybe not. Um, I don't think so. I think um, yeah. I think that pretty much covers all the um, the big things that that went down. Yeah, we talked about last week the the kerfuffle with uh, the Sonya Deville and. Live Morgan figures not scanning. It sounds like that has been corrected. I guess resolved. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that is good. I am uh, mm-hmm. losing my voice. I feel like I'm can't talk right now. And I think it's maybe just no beer. This is one of the first maybe, episodes yeah, I've done without say. any. That might be the fuel for the podcast. You know. Yeah, you definitely diet diet Coke's not going to cut it. So you know, after after December, like I said, I'll be cracking open cold ones. You with better you. be. Um, yeah. So, Oh, making it for lost time, but by the time we get to the retro wrestling recommendation, I'll I'll probably be pretty pretty drunk. I'll be like, oh, because <laughs> you know, <laughs> after after nine months of uh, nothing, I imagine I'm gonna be quite the quite the lightweight. So here's what we're gonna do for the Patreon, and I haven't told you guys this yet, but we're going to oh god, breaking stuff live on air. What's we're, what's oh, happening? Geez, this is scary. It's gonna be well, <laughs> we, we can brainstorm this here if we if you like, but I think it's a great idea. It's gonna be the three of us. The Hill Husband and Mike Lanham on a email chain, and we are going to draft Mattel Elites. We each get five that we pick. They can be current or former, anything from Mattel, single Elites. And we're going to basically build a Survivor Series team, and we're going to post those five teams onto our Patreon and on our social media, and we'll let the folks vote and see who has the best squad. So this is going to be based on just the best figures not like the best you know in-ring wrestlers or you know okay okay i think we're pretty cool i'm down i'm down for that so okay are we uh, this this is all males i'm assuming right like Uh, this kid like because i mean i don't want to sound sexist but but yeah okay i got you it's okay you can say yes i'm not i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna be offended there's not there's never been a female survivor series am i wrong no Uh, that's like the only thing they haven't done yet right Oh, like a f- all female Survivor Series? Uh-huh. No, yeah. But they have well, obviously they do like the women's SmackDown and Raw tag matches. But other than that, no. yeah, I was thinking well, that's 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 the next big thing in the works. Better hope Sasha Banks gets in on that uh, historical moment. Or... I might have to do a mixed tag team on my uh, on my elite. I know. Uh, might have to be mixed. Might have to have some ladies sprinkled out in there. I know because there's some pretty there's some pretty mage ladies. But yeah, we'll. We will um, we'll decide whether it's all male or whether we're gonna let some mixed match challenge action happen. But I'm I'm cool with it being all male because then that way it also helps to eliminate some of the competition because it kind of streamlines. You know, you gotta just have dudes. Make it you uniform. Know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm down for that. 
Do we have a random merch of the week this week? We do. And um, it should come as no surprise because like, I feel like uh, three out of the last four um, have been Hulk Hogan merches. But I've been looking at like vintage Halloween stuff for WWF. And there's a ton. <laughs> it should be no surprise. There's a ton of vintage Hulk Hogan stuff. This one is super, super cool because it comes in the box. Um, it says costume and mask. It's by, it's by a company called Ben Cooper. Vintage. Let me see if it's got the year on here. Um, I don't see a year, but um, I'll I'll read the description here in a minute. But it looks so cool. It's like a plastic mask. He's wearing a white headband that says Hulkster. Um, and let me pull up the image. The actual bodysuit is like rubber, and it's got like the heavyweight championship title. He's got like the you know the. Um, the yellow pants and the red Hulkamania shirt. Um, it is like super, super cool. Like it's like totally in my wheelhouse. Like I love these like vintage costumes. Um, it just like takes me back to like a, you know, a time when Halloween was like, it wasn't trunk or treating. Like you actually had to like go to people's houses and like knock on their doors and you could trick or treat all night, you know? Um, and you could just forget about being a cool teenager for one night and <laughs> just go and enjoy yourself. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. This is a cool. This is the one I have found one for eighty nine ninety. Is that how much yours is? There? This one is this one is one ten, and it's like, like I said, it's in the box, and it says oh, it's okay. a large. So, yeah, yeah, it's a large. It fits children um, fifty three to fifty eight inches tall. So um, I don't know exactly how tall that is. I'm I'm not really good at math, but oh, I think, oh, that's, so it's, I think oh, that's eight feet. Eight feet. <laughs> Big, big, big kid season. Um, so this is uh, this is from 1985, you guys. It's by Titan Sports, and the, it's got the original price tag on it and everything. And the original price tag says six dollars and eighty nine cents. Wow, man! People have yeah. People have such a knack for keeping stuff, man. This is this is so cool, and like this would be cool for like a Hulk Hogan collection, like. Yeah, I mean, even if you just displayed it in the box, like with the with the Hulk Hogan head, like in the front, like it is, it, like the box and everything is just like screams nostalgia. Like it is so freaking rad. I want to find a uh, walk around. I've always wanted to like for Halloween is like sit on my front porch, like dressed up like completely in like some sort of scary costume, and like hold a bowl of candy and just have a sign oh, yeah. that, sign that says "Take One." And then when kids try to grab like more than one, just like jump out and scare the shit out of them. Oh yeah, I um, <laughs> they used to do that in our neighborhood all the time when I was growing up. Like my my dad's little neighborhood where we would go trick or treating, and uh, people would do that, like sit up there and like jump out of bushes, or they would hold bowls and like you know you go up and they would like scream and come chase you. Um, so yeah, I I love I, I love Halloween. God, I just it's my favorite time of year. I'm not I'm not looking forward to looking at all the. Uh, um, vintage christmas wwe merch <laughs> did, did you get out of the house and go see joker movie or is that, that not happened yet <sighs> it didn't happen oh, um let, let me tell let me tell you about my my pathetic uh pregnant story so me and my dad we went and we went and got breakfast we're like oh yeah we're gonna go watch joker you know the the in-laws have uh, have the brett man it's gonna be great so then we we got caught up doing something else we had to run a couple errands and we went back to the house and we're like oh we're gonna go catch the um you know i can't remember if it was like 2 30 2 30 movie whatever and then we both fell asleep i was gonna say that's like i laid down on the couch and my dad laid down on the recliner we're like oh we'll, we'll just wait here and we'll, we'll leave you know in, in about an hour and we both <laughs> and we both crashed out and we woke up and we were like oh well 
so so much for that. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you know? yeah. But I still I still yeah. have this I still have this week. Um, you know. So hopefully I can see it this week before I get back to Virginia and I'm just like totally, totally solo. Um, somebody can watch the the Brett man while I go see the Joker because I've heard really good things about it. So I'm, I'm stoked to get to actually just go to the movies and eat popcorn and pour some M&Ms in there and drink a giant Coke and, you know, live my best life, my, my vintage life. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a good movie. I definitely recommend it. We talked about that last week. It's a, it's definitely one I think people should check. I think it's already now number one, like, Number one R-rated movie of all time, or R-rated action hero movie, or something, whatever. Classic. Are you just making up these categories? Yeah, number one, uh, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> it's it's yeah. the number so, one largest no. movie turmoil. Number yep. one movie tag team one. Turno- turmoil movie. Um, that <laughs> yeah. there's no ending. There's a 16 minute time limit ending. The number oh. one European. 24 yeah. 7 championship exactly, exactly. <laughs> movie of all time it actually is it did win it, it actually did become the number one it surpassed deadpool i believe as the number one r-rated movie of all time wow uh, worldwide which is kind of insane but interesting yeah well marco you have an awesome retro wrestling recommendation well i guess i shouldn't say awesome but uh, you yeah, have don't, don't pre don't hype it like that it's not yeah, that great you, ha- you have a retro wrestling <laughs> recommendation but it's still it's still important for the people to to understand and go back and watch for, yeah. for his historical purposes i mean if they're gonna so i'm gonna say don't watch this for historical purposes watch the previous match because that's way better um but it is uh halloween havoc 1998 and that is infamous for a couple of things um one is the rematch between uh, Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior, which was uh, it's minus five stars if you're a Dave Meltzer person. So that tells you right there. Uh, the other part of it is it is also known for ending before the main event on pay per view. I'm not sure if that was a uh, if you guys knew about that. So what had happened was um, they planned for a uh, no pay per views of three hours, um, and in pay per view time you get cut off. And that starts like the replay of the next pay-per-view. Well, this pay-per-view went three hours and 30 minutes. Mm. Um, and the <laughs> the main event was that 30 minutes. So most people did not get to see uh, the main event, which was uh, Diamond Dallas Page versus Goldberg. Um, and that was probably the best match of the, of the whole card, um, just up and down. I mean, there are some decent matches on there, but you get, you get a marquee match in Sting versus Bret Hart. Just that, just that alone is like, wow, it's a dream match, right? No, not a dream yeah. match. At all. <laughs> not good. We all love Bret Hart. He's the excellence of execution. He's the best there is. There was and ever will be. Just not on not in yeah, not, not in WCW. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. Um, it obviously is one of those things where it could have been better. Like if you look at the card, it it's actually a really like decent card for what WCW was in '98 because they're like pretty much like red hot at that moment but just the execution of the pay-per-view was not there um but yeah definitely i mean check it out if you are going to watch a match watch two watch the uh watch the diamond diamond house page match first um just so you can get your like hopes up wow this is a great match and then watch hogan versus warrior which has a lot of botches in it um <laughs> it's there's a there's a there's a part where hogan's supposed to like blind him with like um like the like a flash of light and it and it doesn't go 
plant it doesn't even light up the right way and it just it's bad just watch it uh if you want to really scare yourself on halloween definitely watch <laughs> halloween havoc 1998 nice. um but yeah it's pretty much it for that yeah there was also bret hart versus sting i mean this they, they recently did this uh card on 83 weeks uh and then i think uh bruce and conrad did on their podcast too like a watch along and there was a, a bunch of matches on here that should have been good you had hall versus nash you had yep. scott steiner versus steiner rick versus scott bret hart versus sting goldberg yep. Davin dallas page i mean this this should have been like you know, a, you know a huge card for for wcw but this is kind of the beginning of the end uh at the same time over on the WWF side, we saw Kane versus The Undertaker uh, wrestling for the WWE Championship with Stone Cold as the referee. Uh, so a very different uh, atmosphere over there as WWF was like finally kind of taking hold of the ra- the ratings and, and you know, the Attitude Era was in full full swing. So yeah, good good pick. As uh, I always liked the Halloween Havocs, and I would have always loved to go to a a wrestling pay per view at the MGM Grand and. Uh, in Vegas, man, that would be that would be a fun fucking weekend to hang out and just eat and drink, watch wrestling and gamble. And man, whew. good yeah, times. Spend a lot of money, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, we uh, we'll get into. Uh, we haven't talked about it yet, but we've we've gotten quite a few donations for our holiday toy drive. If you haven't heard about it, uh, Sheena, myself, and Marco have partnered with Jimmy's Famous Seafood here in Baltimore and uh, Toys for Tots. Uh, we are going to be um, donating a bunch of wrestling figures and any non-wrestling toys that you want to donate we're not picky and i can give you the address here it's chick foley toy drive p.o box 3203 catonsville maryland 21228 uh, everyone that donates whether you donate one wrestling figure or 100 will be uh, entered into a uh, a drawing at the end of the the thing for a uh, huge giveaway of a bunch of cool stuff that we're going to do whether it's uh, some t-shirts and wrestling figures and all kinds of stuff so uh make sure you donate and like i said we we on our social media platforms we're always letting people know about any good sales going on whether it's amazon or ebay or uh, ringside collectibles so we want you we want you to donate but we also want you to spend your money wisely and um you know five below is a great spot if you want to just donate money to us we can uh do the shopping for you and then you can save on uh, the ridiculous shipping charges so uh we're here to help we just want to make sure some of the kids here in baltimore have a good christmas and that's what it's all about so uh definitely check it out yeah i think yeah i think we've uh covered all of our bases man um yeah it was a uh, Another interesting week in wrestling. Hopefully, like I said, we have an uptick here in the next few weeks because I'm getting tired of like uh, being like, what the hell's going on on Raw and SmackDown? Yeah, next week will be good. We'll, re- we'll recap our Halloweens. We'll recap uh, Crown Jewel. We'll talk about Ringside Fest. I'm sure a lot of good news will come from that. And uh, we'll get into uh, Thanksgiving season. Big dude season is upon us. And this is the – you're talking about Super Bowl. That's that's my Super Bowl, man. That's that's nice. a holiday that's built for my body type. So I know. We, we won't get on a deep dive here on Thanksgiving just yet. We'll save that for uh, for November. But I do want to know, like, what, what is your – what's your go-to? Like, what is your – what is the one thing you got to have on your plate at, at Thanksgiving? Like, what's Ooh. the – what's the – the, the thing like if you didn't have any other things what what would be the one? Oh man uh whew. man i i i'm weird but i would love green bean casserole because hey not, I, not something you can get all the, all the time it's like one of those do you do the, like the little things. crispy onions oh yeah of course on, on top yeah. like the yeah. fully traditional what about you marco 
Um, I'm gonna go plain Jane here, and I'm a I'm a stuffing guy. Uh, oh, I have I'm to, a stuffing I have to know. girl. Oh, look at that! Look at that. I we're, know. we're just like on the on the same wavelength right now with the with the not sending. We're, we're jiving. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I love and different types of stuffing too. I, everyone makes stuffing differently. It's not always not the same, but I, I always have to try. If I'm at someone's house or I'm at a relative's or a friend's house, I always have to try the stuffing just to see how they how they make it because um, mm-hmm. everyone does it differently. I don't think I've tasted the same stuffing anywhere at all. Everyone puts their own spin on it, and that's just my favorite thing. Yeah, stuffing is stuffing is the best because it's like it's like bread that tastes like meat. <laughs> you yeah, know? Like, it's like yeah. it's like the best. It's like the best thing ever. So uh, yeah, I definitely I definitely love. If I could only have one thing on my plate, it would definitely be stuffing. And like like you, Marco, I'm the same way. Like if if there's like if it's like a potluck style Thanksgiving, like family and stuff, and there's like different types of stuffing, like I'm gonna try both. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. gonna put I'm gonna oh. put both on the plate and like you know be be my own judge because I don't want to miss out. But yeah, that's some Especially good shit. I put sausage in it. Oh man. Oh yeah, my yeah. mother in law puts like bacon in hers, and it oh, is like geez. so. Yeah, it's so nice. good. And then you'll know, get the people that are like the fancy ones with like the big cubes of uh of like bread, like the crouton style with like the cranberries and all that stuff in there. God, it's so freaking good. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm, I'm getting a little out of control. I today I found myself drinking uh, straight from a, a gallon of apple cider, just right at at the fridge, oh. just not even giving a shit. Dude, oh man, it, I love it, apple cider. I my, I had my wife buy me some. Her and the kid went with daycare to uh, like a pumpkin patch. I was like, please get me some apple cider. Yeah, we had apple cider slushies at the at the little harvest Ooh. festival, like Jackson's Orchard that we went to, and they were so good. And oh, they were actually floats. So they had like the the apple cider slushy, and then they mixed like like this soft serve in with it, so it was oh like a float. Gosh. Dude, amazing. it was it was money. Yeah, um, it looked it, it was so damn good. Let me tell you something else. I'm a fan of. And this might like this is going to be like the candy corn discussion. It's probably going to turn oh, some people. This is probably is going to turn some people off. But I love me some fucking eggnog. <laughs> oh, I, I oh, do my. too. I do. Too. I love eggnog as well. Like, people oh, think I'm okay. sick. All three of us. They're like, yeah, all three uh, of us are on the same page. Okay, that's why so we're friends. Good. I don't think I've we're had the three it. best friends that I've, anyone yeah. can have. <laughs> I don't think I'd had it till like. Like five years ago was like the first time I ever had it. I always thought it was like disgusting. It just sounds oh like really God, gross. So but yeah, once you, oh. yeah, the spicy one, oh. like the cinnamon and stuff. Oh yeah. Oh my yeah, God. Dude, dude, oh. I've been I've been nogging it up my whole life, and I just love the shit so much. Like it is so it is so good. But yeah, there's oh. those people that it like repulses them. They're like, oh my yeah. god, no. that's disgusting. That's disgusting. <laughs> Even would... Starbucks does like an eggnog latte, and I'm like, all right, I'm 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 oh, with it. I'm with god. it. Fine. Yeah. Like yeah, I would fill up a kiddie pool of eggnog and swim in if I could. <laughs> can can we do? It. Listen, I, I just had a, I just had a, I just had a brainchild. Um, we need to do a holiday foods bracket. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's definitely episode, like just like over like all holidays, just like I think no, I think it should be like 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 winter holiday, like Thanksgiving, Christmas. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, the, you don't like, want to do the, like Easter candy or like peeps or no, Cadbury. No, we'll, we'll, we'll say, we'll save those for those specific times of year. But I think okay. this time of year, we need to get down and dirty and carby and sugary. Okay. And, I'm and down. talk about all of the, and meaty. <laughs> we get meaty. Meaty. Oh, the meaty. Yeah, and not we need, the we need to do a, a holiday foods bracket bonus episode. We're really appealing to our uh, our our big dudes big. Uh, clientele here. This is good for the <laughs> this is good for the brand. 
<laughs> when are they going to start talking about eggnog? I've been listening to this podcast for an hour and 40 minutes now. <laughs> I've been waiting for All the they talk about is wrestling. To kick off, what the hell? Uh, um, my, my neighbors across the street like invite us over and we'll do like mimosas and cinnamon rolls like uh, you know the week of Christmas and, they, and, the, gr- uh, and the, the girl makes her own eggnog and it's so mm-hmm. awful. It is like just the start. Really? The, yeah, it's just not good. It's just like tries too hard. It's just like give me like a st- like it's a carton. Pre- it's of pretentious. S- yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just like it's probably way more like like better for you. Uh, you know, it's, yeah, it's yeah. more it's more like fresh. Whole, but yeah, food. No, yeah. no preservatives. Not yeah. near enough corn syrup. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yeah. You need you need the shit out of the little um, half gallon carton thing with like yeah. the with like the like, uh, Christmas colors and like a bell on it. Exactly, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that that's the shit that I want to drink. And yeah. I want to drink it out of a moose mug like Clark Griswold. There you go. I like that. <laughs> oh man, we should watch that movie too. We got a lot. That's, this is the best time of year, man. I swear to God. It is the best time of year. <laughs> Except unless you're a wrestling fan, then <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, it's bad. If, if you're a wine <laughs> salesman, it's really the best time of year. Oh yeah, that's for people, damn sure. People starting to drink finally. <laughs> All right, drink guys. wine. Drink well, wine at least. Everybody's getting off of their uh, their hard seltzer yeah, yeah, takes, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, the, now we'll drink wine. It's winter time." Yeah, warms you up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we're at we're at two hours exactly, almost. Uh, I Whoa. want to uh, for for Sheena Phelps and Marco Denton. We wish you guys a, a happy and safe Halloween, and uh, we will be back here next week to recap all of the goodness that is professional wrestling. And wrestling figures, so uh, and eggnog too. So, uh, thank you for listening. We appreciate the support, and we will talk to you next week. Stay classy, Marks. Yeah.